Welcome to Box Press Radio. It is Sunday, December the 3rd, and I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. I'm Z. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a little bit. I'm wondering if uh, Twitch is capturing my microphone. Kind of looks like it's not. Um... I don't know because I have the Twitch stream muted, so. Okay. Well, it should be good now. I just, I think I had to reset up my mic for some reason. Hmm. That's weird. Whatever. Um, anyway, we're all good now. Um, it's December 3rd. I'm Dan, since you probably missed what I said. Um, yeah. So, tonight I am smoking a Punch Signature, the fucking Andrew Edition gigantic one. <laughs> um,. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not sure if I should be flattered or frightened that you named like the giant cigars after me. It's... Yeah, we're just we're getting rid of like fucking what do they call them gigantes or whatever. We're just yeah. calling them the Andrew edition. <laughs> this is the Andrew Vitola. Right. <laughs> um, when you've got three hours, you need to kill. I mean, if you got three hours and not a whole lot of money, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get that honestly one. though, dude, eight dollars and you get like a super like well-made premium cigar for three hours like i've never had one of these last less than two and a half hours even when they're kind of dried out right because the local cigarette shop that has a walk-in humidor Mm -hmm. that doesn't know how to use a humidor Mm -hmm. (laughs) sells these yeah um they had them buy three get one free so i got four of them for like 27 bucks right um yeah, I was super happy about that. I'm probably going to do that again tomorrow because it's like all December. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I'll do that and maybe order some smokes. And hopefully that'll last me like probably a month or two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've slowed down on cigars, fortunately. I'm smoking like one, maybe two a day occasionally. Yeah, pretty much um, the weekends is when I load up on those for right now. I did get an, I did place an order but I'm not going to get it till tomorrow. So in the meantime, I did pick up some smokes, but I've only got one left and I think I'm probably going to save it for later tonight. So did they, uh, update your shipping info, by the way, I was curious. Well, it's, it's USPS and like, I really don't like the way their tracking website works. It's, it doesn't really seem to tell me much. And plus that's the other thing that's weird is normally when I've ordered stuff from, because I order from JR Cigars. Yeah. Normally, it's like it ships out U, uh, UPS and gets to the, the post office, and then the post office delivers it to my house. Right. Which usually, you know, I order it, you know, before noon on a Thursday. It gets here by Saturday. Well, this time around, I'm looking, and it's like I understand it's December. I understand Christmas gifts and shit, but it's still like the first week of December. Like, they can't be that fucking backed up. Well, that's what I was thinking too. Like I've seen a bunch of people like order your, you know, Christmas gift in the next three days right. and get it by Christmas. And I'm like, bitch, it's like a month away. I know. It's only like been four days. Like three days really, but four days, like, you know. The longest regular, like, cheap shipping option is usually like eight to ten days at the absolute most. Mm-hmm. And that's well before Christmas. Yeah. And like this year, at least thus far. There's been no real snow or anything around here yet, so it's like, 
you know, I understood like a couple years ago when we had blizzards and shit where everything was delayed, but you know, and that's the other thing that pissed me off too. When I put in my order, it's like I was looking for promo codes to save myself a little bit of money. And they had one for Cigar Dojo because I used to use one of theirs regularly. And they had a good one that was like 25% off. And I went to yeah. use it. And then I realized, oh, shit, it only works on Black Friday. Well, fuck you two. <laughs> yeah, I tried to use a couple of different cigar codes when I went to order some stuff last week. Mm-hmm. And I ended up not ordering because, like, every code that I used to use stopped working. And then on Famous, they restricted, like, every brand. I, right. was, I went and looked at the list, and it was just, like, the list of cigars that they sell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you could have just said this doesn't work anymore. It would have been easier. Right. Well, it's like, let's see. As as entertaining as this is going to be, this is the entirety of the tracking information I have. <laughs> yes. November 30th, shipping label created. Okay. That's Burlington, North Carolina. Fine. November thirty. The coat factory is at? The what factory? The coat factory. Oh, probably. I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to fucking coat factories. Uh, let's see. Coat factory. Yeah, I'm aware. I've never shopped there. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Let's see. November thirtieth again. Accepted USPS origin facility. <laughs> origin. <laughs> November thirtieth, twenty seventeen. Arrived at USPS regional. That's in Greensboro. And again, November 30th, departed Greensboro Distribution Center in transit on its way to Fort Wayne, Indiana, 46807. Fine. Arrived at USPS in Indianapolis December 1st. Okay. December 2nd, arrived at Regional Destination Facility, Fort Wayne Distribution Center. December 2nd, in transit to destination on its way to Fort Wayne, Indiana. December 3rd, in transit on its way to Fort Wayne, Indiana. December 3rd, arrived at Hub, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Your item arrived at Hub at 2.57 p.m. on December 3rd, 46809. So I'm like, what the fuck does that, like, it it says on its way to my zip code. I'm thinking it's, like, going to be here. So the fuck is it? And it's, like, arrived at Hub. Why didn't it say it was going to the Hub? At four six eight oh nine. Yeah, that's why I don't like the thing where they transfer it from UPS to USPS because in the time they could have delivered it to your house, mm-hmm. instead they just drop it all off at the post office and say, "Deal with this." Yeah, but unlike this particular time, that works a lot better because this is all USPS. There's no UPS at all. Oh, okay. This is all that's just weird. just the post office itself. Yeah, that is very weird because I was like, "Wait a minute!" Normally, it's UPS picks it up, drops it off with them, and then they go, you know, then it, you know, goes from the post office to my house. Yeah, I never and I get have it by Saturday. With, I never have trouble with UPS. It's always with fucking USPS. As soon as they get it, it's like, fuck, we lost it. I don't know. They handed it to us and it disintegrated. <laughs> the building's on fire. We're sorry. You're never getting anything. Right. Um, also, before I forget, I'm, I'm, I was going to say I'm smoking. I'm drinking a Tropic Hero um, from okay. uh, Galaxy or who is it? Uh, Revolution Brewing. Mm. Um, and I have a fucking super cool koozie 
from Revolution Brewing at a Comic-Con that I use for every beer, and it all has a superhero with a hop head on it. Yes. I did like their brand of those, actually. I just haven't picked up, like, their big, like, it's, it's kind sampler of thing. It's, like, yeah. 20 bucks with tax. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the beer is good, but I think the, uh, like, the the single hop varieties that Founders does, like the mm-hmm. Azaka is the current one. Yeah. Those are, like, 14 bucks before tax, and you get 15 beers instead of 12. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just a better beer, and it's better money for it. But mm-hmm. this stuff is good. Like, it's nice because you get a variety of single hop beers, um, which is interesting. So this is my favorite one out of the box. The Amarillo Hero is the other good one in there. Yeah. And then there's, like, Crystal and... I don't remember what the other hop variety is in there, mm-hmm. but it's got the uh, it's got the Nazi looking character on it. Mm. Nice. I always forget the name of it. Um, You're talking about the the Revolution one. Yeah, it's Revolution, but I can't remember. Yeah, which... I, it's not Nazi. I'd say it's more Cuban looking, but yeah. Oh, it always looks like a like a Nazi soldier to me. Yeah. Inquisitor. <laughs> nice. Just because the hop head thing, yeah. It's like the world's darkest D&D game. What <laughs> class are you? Nazi Inquisitor. <laughs> wait, <laughs> Next wait, what? question. Wait, what? <laughs> Next question. Well, I guess I don't have to ask what alignment you are anyway. <laughs> we can skip that question. <laughs> yeah, I think we just filled out your whole character sheet. Get out. <laughs> it looks like oh it says right here you lost <laughs> there was actually a somebody posted something in like a forum or whatever for the vampire the masquerade game and somebody was like what do you think a character sheet would look like for Kane you know the father of vampires and somebody took a character sheet and just printed in like the big open area like for where you'd put like notes or whatever they just put you die <laughs> like in big fucking bold letters <laughs> it's like game over man game over <laughs> zero uh what do you what are you smoking tonight this is a much more interesting question to ask you than usual mm-hmm. i mean not not that much really i, I have my uh, corn cob pipe and the last of my tobacco at the moment which I think is supposed to be vanilla flavored, but uh, I don't know. It just tastes like tobacco to me. It's tobacco flavored. It's tobacco. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, that's it for me. I would, I would really like to play a D and D game built around the Elder Scrolls universe. I think that would be fantastic. You know, I've had a few people tell me that, and like, I've thought about going and making a rules book for it. There's just so much involved. We should do that and just give it away for free and become popular and do other things after that. There is a there's a little group that did that for Fallout way back, which I think is still pretty widely used, but I know they have one on the internet for Fallout. Hmm. I've been thinking about playing Fallout again now that I have a little bit more time on my hands, like just spending like an hour a day in it or something. Good luck just spending an hour in it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, like, I think initially, like, to just get started, that's probably easy for me. Like, I might spend, like, two or three hours the first play session just to kind of get things going. Um, But I always struggle to play long stretches of Fallout because I always finish one quest and I'm like, God, that took forever. This seems like a good place to stop. 
Um, but I have a feeling like if it catches me, like Fallout 3 did the first time, it'll take me a while and then I'll finally get hooked on it and I'll end up playing long stretches. But I always get like through one mission and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop. And that's why I just never got super deep in New Vegas or um, 4. Four. Yeah, well, I, I still like that meme where it's like, you know, let me just investigate this building right before bed. Three hours oh. later. That's how it always ends up with me. The game yeah. keeps you so busy. Like, as soon as you finish one thing, you've got three other things immediately to do. And you're like, well, let me go just turn this in and turn this. I just want me to go talk to this guy. All right, I guess I'll go do that real quick. Yeah. See, I have this thing like chronic fucking procrastination where I'm like, Eh, that's too much work. I'm done. <laughs> that's usually how I end up stopping a character, period. Like, I'll get to, like, level 30-something and be like, everything I have left is going to take forever. I don't feel like doing it. I'm done. Well, that's usually how I end up stopping that game entirely. Is yeah. like, eh, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm not <laughs> doing that. Right. I don't know. Like, I, I, uh, oddly enough, it's like I'm thinking about it, too. But on the other hand, it's like, I'm kind of wanting to go through these, like, uh, the Fudge Muppet guy on YouTube. Like, he's got the whole playlist of all the Fallout 4 builds that they've made. And it's like, I'm trying to find... I want to find one that's unique to play, but isn't something that's... that I don't want to play, like, a completely immorally bankrupt character or whatever. But I don't necessarily want to play, like, the Minuteman thing because, fuck, I don't have time for fucking settlements. I just want to (laughs) go. I just fucking want to go do some shit. So, like, I'm trying to find some unique stuff or something that might be interesting to play that isn't a complete asshole, you know. Which is tough because there's some really, they have a few new, actually, it's funny, they made a build uh, here based on that Oxhorn guy I was talking about. Um, So, like, Oxhorn has his own build on on Fudge Muppet now (laughs) called The Beard. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, which I was like, that's kind of interesting. But they've got different ones. Like, they've got this one they just uploaded. It's like the Outlaw Brute Revolver. So basically, he walks around in, like, heavy metal armor and a revolver and, like, has, like, his vats cranked up to 11. <laughs> it's like he just clears out a room with a revolver. No big deal. It's like, I like it, except, like, the way that they've, like, done the backstory. Like, granted, I'm sure you could probably just eschew that, but I kind of like to try to play the build as it was intended, you know? So, like, that one there sounded interesting, and then it's like, no, he's kind of a douchebag. So, don't want to play a douchebag, but I don't want to play, like, you know, something weird. I don't know. Like, I'm just looking through a bunch of them. Like, I, actually, before we started recording, I was watching one that they did for uh, their their brawler build, which he uses no no guns at all. He's just all fists. <laughs> and I'm like, that nice. could be, I was like, that could be interesting. But it's like, I want to know, like, what factions and stuff he would join and shit like that, just to get an idea of what he's supposed to be like. I did like the idea in the backstory, because I got that far into it before we started recording, where they were talking about, like, his father, I guess, was from China and taught him how to fight. So I'm like, cool, it's kind of like fucking Legend of Kung Fu, but in Fallout. (laughs) His dad taught him everything he knew. (laughs) It's like, this could be interesting. Plus, plus the, the... like video they show of the guy running around just punching the shit out of fools is kind of cool. Like, especially when he does like this like wrestling move where he like grabs their legs and flips them on the ground and starts punching them in the head. <laughs> it's like, yes, I want more of that. <laughs> I mean, you could always do like a, uh, you could do like a, 
mischievous character, so that way you can mm-hmm. still do fucked up stuff, but just not necessarily evil. Yeah, well, they've got a few weird builds. Like, they've got one that's, uh, they got, like, a slaver build. They've got a Child of Adam build, which that sounds kind of interesting, but I don't know how that works, because for some reason, every time I've played the game, every time you run across the Children of Adam, they just automatically want to kill you. Like, I haven't even done anything yet. Like, I'm just wandering around. Like, I haven't really even aligned with anybody. Like, why are you trying to kill me? So I, I do know from a recent playthrough, there's a bunch of Children of Adam in the uh, that glowing, radiation sea, glowing sea thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they won't attack you immediately. Yeah, those ones won't, but I'm saying, like, when you're just wandering around on the wasteland, even when they're fighting somebody else, it's like, oh, hey, guys, let's go, oh, shit! <laughs> you know? Hey, continue the Fallout discussion for a minute. I gotta go take care of something real quick. Right. Um, I'll be I mean, right back. I mean, if he has to piss, he can just say he has to piss. Anyway. But yeah, I, I don't like, know if there's, like, a reputation system, but I'm thinking maybe if you get in good with them, they won't all attack you, but I don't know. I've never really tried something like that. Well, that well, that's the thing that's weird about four is I think like there's your main factions, and then there's like the children of Adam and stuff. They're not really a main faction, so they I don't think they have a reputation system set on them. They're just like people you happen to run into in the wasteland, and for some reason they're like, yeah, we're not going to bother trying to make you get in good with them because who's going to do that? It's like some people that want to do something interesting, maybe. But they've got a bunch of different. Builds on Fudge Muppet. They, actually, it's uh, 62 videos total. <laughs> so, I mean, there's something for everybody there. Um, and some of them I kind of like. But, yeah, I, I'm just looking through them. And it's like, I kind of want to play it again. But I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm kind of thinking about hopping back into Skyrim again. But I don't know if I want to do that. But on the other hand, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still debating what I want to do. But it's kind of timely that we started talking about that again. Because I'm going back through looking at all the Fudge Muppet stuff. Like, the Brawler guy looks interesting. They've got uh, a mechanist, like a robot engineer build, mechanic build. Sounds interesting. Um, they have a doctor build who's a surgeon. I'm like, that could be interesting. They have one on here that I watched before that I was thinking about, but then I realized it was relied heavily on power armor. And it's like, I don't want a character that relies on fucking power armor. Like, unless I'm doing Brotherhood of Steel, and then it just makes sense. But they had like a shotgun surgeon, like beast shotgun build. But it's like, but he wears power armor. It's like that's kind of like, isn't that kind of like cheating? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, kind of. <laughs> they had like the Rocketeer, which is a Nuka Girl build. Which I'm like, that could be interesting. You get that Nuka Nuka Girl Nuka World outfit. I still have no idea what any of that stuff looks like. I I need to start it eventually. Yeah, I haven't actually played through it, but I've seen a few videos and, like, pictures and stuff. It's pretty cool looking. Um, yeah, and they have, like, a stalker build. That's 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 what they call a glass cannon challenging build because apparently it's, like, all you have is a knife, no defense to speak of, and basically just all damage. And I'm like, that could be interesting, too. They have an Atom Cat, which I'm like, that's cool that they have an Atom Cat build. The only problem I have is you don't find the Atom Cats in that game until way later unless you cheat and, like, teleport to them. Because they're, like, all the way over on the edge of the map. I don't know what an Atom Cat is. They're a bunch of greasers that are holed up in, like, a garage on the edge of the map. And basically, like, you know, imagine greasers with cars. Well, they're greasers with power armor. So they have, like, you know, souped-up special, like, painted power armor. That's where you get the, um, 
the like flying tiger like shark paint job for the power armor if you've ever seen pictures of that you can get that from the uh, the Adam Cats because they have like a little couple of quests or whatever you can do with them, and then you get in with them. But they're kind of it's kind of like more of a side mission than anything else. They're not really a faction or anything, but it's still kind of I thought that's kind of cool. But yeah, I kind of want to do that. That sounds dope. Yeah, I mean they're pretty cool. It's a pretty cool faction and everything. It's just one of those like unless you really go out of your way to find them, like you probably may never even run into them in the game at all. Yeah, I haven't yet. Yeah, so. But they've got a build like here geared uh, straight towards that. Um, they've apparently got a Viking build, which I'm kind of curious about that. Like if you want to get your your Skyrim and your Fallout, <laughs> Elder Scrolls and your Fallout. See, I've been doing some more Skyrim because I have it on the Twitch di- or the Switch dial. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah. I can't aim for anything with those tiny joysticks, so I'm just going complete warrior. Right. This is way easier. Just fucking smash everything in front of you, whatever. Yeah. But they have, like, a, like a horror Halloween build, which I'm like, that's cool, but basically you're just a slasher in a horror movie. And I'm like, how exactly is that going to impact the story if you're trying to play through the story? Murder <laughs> like, everyone. Yeah, basically, like, I just murder the Adam, like, murder the Adam cats, murder the children of Adam, murder the brother of steel, murder the Institute. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Shit, I might do that, build. <laughs> that might be fun. I know the like the picture, like the armor that they put together for him looks pretty dope, but like I don't know about playing him. I do like the idea of the chemist that they have. It's like a chem dealer build. I'm like, that's kind of an interesting idea, like being all about the chem dealing. It's like I'm going to be Scarface and Fallout. <laughs> that sounds interesting. They've got a few different interesting ones. So I'm just kind of going through and watching them a little bit. Um, the one thing I do like, too, about his builds is that their builds, I guess, because it's more the one guy that narrates it or whatever, but they have timestamps in the description, so if you want to just go straight to certain parts of it, like the the perk levels and the end game stats and all that stuff, like if you just want to get to those parts, you can skip right ahead to those times. I'm like, that's nice. Especially if it's a build or build video or something like you might have watched before, that way you can just skip through all that and get to the, the, the details that you need. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. I, I've kind of looked at builds on YouTube like that before where you can just skip ahead to the parts you need. Yeah, I've looked at a few different ones, but I, I mean, honestly, to me, like, Fudge Muppet, I think, comes up with the with the best ones because, like, all of them have a backstory. All of them have, like, certain factions they will or won't join for whatever reasons, and then they go into a pretty good detail about, like, what gear you should have, what stats you should have, you know, and they basically lay it all out for you, what companions you should have and all that kind of stuff. You know what? What points you should use the special book for, stuff like that. So I, I, I just think they do a really good job of fleshing everything out for you if you're trying to find something to, to play where you don't necessarily have to think. Well, should I put points in this or that or whatever? No, just follow the blueprint. You're good. What are we blueprinting? Uh, I was just talking about those fudge muppet builds I was looking at because he's got a lot. He's he's got a lot of interesting ones. Um, like I was talking about the chemist build is kind of interesting. It's like a chem dealer, and I was like, "Yeah, be Scarface and Fallout. Why not?" <laughs> nice. One of the problems I always had with builds in Fallout is mm-hmm. the scarcity of ammo and like parts. Yeah. Um, it seemed like I would always try to play like, "Oh, I'm just going to use this type of gun," mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, "Well, but I don't have any ammo, so I'm going to use this pistol that I always find ammo for instead." 
Well, like I said, there's per- like I always immediately level up the the perks that let you find more ammo everywhere. Because if you get like two levels in that at the beginning of the game, you just get so much ammo you don't have to do with it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they've got enough. Like, you should look at some of them, Dan, and see if any of them ring true to you. Because there's so many different ones. Like they have a thief build, which is kind of neat. Um, they've got like. Uh, where is it here? I just saw it a second ago. They've they've got a. If you want to be the Joker, they've got a Joker like maniac anarchist build. Nice. There you go. There you go, Zach. Right right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, you know they've got a preacher build if you actually want to play a preacher. And I thought about doing that because there's that preacher outfit in the game you can get. And I was like that would be kind of interesting, but I don't like the way they have them set up because I'm thinking like that whole like. Like like preacher like the comic like where he's kind of lost his faith and all that kind of shit, you know like playing it more from that angle. This is more like trying to play an actual preacher stuck in the middle of this fucked up world kind of thing, trying to be good. You know, it's like yeah, I'd rather have like that fallen preacher that's like questioning his faith and shit. <laughs> that would make more or less more sense to me, but yeah. But they've got a they've got a scavenger build which I think would be right up your alley for what you're talking about, Dan. Uh, the Tinkerer. It's like the ultimate scavenger build. So she's obviously like all about building stuff and armor and tweaking armor and weapons and everything else. So that'd probably be what you'd look for in that in that idea of like making sure you have plenty of ammo and whatnot. Um, yeah, got... I always kind of wanted to play through the game just always using power armor as well. Mm-hmm. Like I realize that would be OP as fuck, but I kind of don't care because like I never felt like the engagements in that game were like super like difficult. It was always just like, well, do they have guns that are going to kill me instantly or is this monster going to one-shot me or mm-hmm. am I just going to shoot everybody or punch them to death or whatever I do and it's fine anyway. Yeah. I mean, it becomes it... a lot more necessary later in the game. I usually don't use my power armor before level 20 or so. And then once I finally do go get to my power armor, I have so many power cores I can just stay in it forever. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with like, I don't know, like I just always like like I like the power armor and it's cool, although the whole like fusion core mechanic thing gets a little annoying after a while, yeah. um, unless you cheat around it. But like, that's what I would probably do because mm-hmm. I hate things like that where it's just like. Do this unnecessary thing over and over so you can keep doing the thing you want to do. Yeah, because if you that... could just let me do it. Right. I mean, I get the idea because, I mean, in a, to make it a little more realistic, I mean, obviously there would have to be a power source for the armor, but it is just kind of annoying to have to run around the map looking for those the whole time. Yeah, like maybe don't make it run out like every 10 minutes or whatever it is. Like, right. You know, these things are supposed to be like military-grade hardware. Like, what were they doing with them? Well, I mean, considering the majority of them you find in the game are powering buildings and they're still running... But you throw them in a power armor, you throw them in a suit of power armor, and they run out, like you said, in like 15 minutes. Like, okay, it's been powering this building that nobody's been in for 200 years, but I throw it in my power armor, and all of a sudden it's gone like that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, am I just the unluckiest motherfucker in the history of mankind, and every power core is about to die? Right. I'm like, eh, yeah. And then, of course, you see the guys with the power armors that use the Gatling lasers. Which, guess what the ammo for those are? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, that's fucking stupid. 
Like, why doesn't it use, like, a shit ton of fusion cores like all the other laser weapons? Nope, we're just going to shove a fusion core in there. Okay, good idea. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's use this explosive device as ammunition. <laughs> like, no, that is a bomb, sir. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. It's like, you might as well just throw the gun at him and it'll watch it explode. But yeah, I put the link to the playlist for all of the uh, Fallout 4 builds if you want to check those out. They've got some pretty good Skyrim builds as well. I'm kind of tempted to check out some of those. They do have theirs actually broken down between uh, the Special Edition and the regular Skyrim. So, you know, depending upon which one you're playing, you, you know, you can find a build for either one. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Like, I, I do want to check out Fallout 4 again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really anxious to kind of dig into some of that story and just kind of experience it. I very well may use like some sort of cheat or something just so I don't have to deal with like inventory issues or ammunition yeah. or whatever. I mean, like, I will I will honestly say that I do use a few like uh, uh, batch files for mine just because like like you said there's certain things like having enough uh fusion cores and things like that that I just like to have uh especially like I loved having I like having all of the crafting materials especially if I'm playing like the Minuteman build or something where I'm going to be doing settlements I want to have all the crafting materials so I can right. build all, build you all the shit I want to spend like 3 hours just like going around clicking on things yeah i don't want to spend three hours farming fucking adhesive and shit yeah yeah this uh, isn't minecraft for fuck's sake right and then i have one I, i've got one batch file here that basically uh maximizes all my companions uh, uh affinity so i don't okay. have to i don't have to worry about impressing them or pissing them off because i gave drugs to mama murphy again <laughs> you know like shit like that that i just don't really want to have to deal with and i think it's kind of pointless right so, like, there's there's a few, like, and there's ones that gives me, like, meds, like, all the, you know, uh, what do you call the stim packs and whatnot, just so I have some, because, you know, stim packs are life. <laughs> I just want to be a space marine from StarCraft in that game. I mean, you can, I mean... There probably is a mod for that. Just give me the stim packs and let me run really fast and then take damage when I use the stim pack and just have an obnoxiously large gun. It'll be fine. Also, I, mean, I need to smoke cigars in my spacesuit. I was gonna say there actually is. If I think I, I could. I yep, there it is. The Crusader. That's yours. That that build right there is exactly what you're looking for. Then Dan, in that playlist that I just gave you, there's one called the Crusader Space Marine build. There you go. Okay. <laughs> right there for you. Warhammer 40k. Right there for you. Well, I'm not looking for 40k. I'm looking for Starcraft. Well, well, there you go. Space Marine, Warcraft, or, or Warhammer, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's all the same shit. So apparently somebody did make, like, they remade the StarCraft Brood War intro in Fallout 4. Hmm. That has to be pretty dope. That looks cool. I'm going to turn I, the sound off of this, but it's like three and a half minutes. I was going to say, speaking of which, uh, there was a video that came across my Facebook this morning. Um... For those of you that have listened or whatever, you know I'm a huge fan of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Um, somebody remade the Club Confession uh, map from that game into Killing Floor 2. And it oh, actually nice. and it actually looks really fucking good. They even expanded it, so it's got like a, a basement underground area. Because I'm looking at this and I'm going, 
I don't remember that being in the game. And then I got to the end credits of it. And I was like, oh, okay, they expanded it. Okay, I was going to say, I don't remember that shit being in the game. And then uh, apparently they also had one uh, part of the map that was a tribute to Blade, the whole blood shower thing, mm-hmm. blood club thing from the beginning of Blades. They they have a level like that where it's got the blood shower and the music and everything. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> It's like I almost wish I had Killing Floor too, although I I don't have anyone else that would play it with me. So what's the point? But yeah, I did looks... try that game out. I very much did not like it. But I got to go to the first one, and it's all right. Also, yeah. there's like a minute of cigar smoking standing on a spaceship in this like intro, and I kind of love it. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, no. As soon as you said, as soon as you said the whole like you know, Starcraft. Like thing, it's like the Crusader. That makes sense. I, I remember they had one that was kind of geared towards that sort of like Warhammer. Yeah, the, uh, the Starcraft Space Marine is considerably mm-hmm. weaker than the Space Marine from Warhammer 40k. Right. Um, the Space Marine from Starcraft is basically like just your generic expendable like soldier in space. Right. That's usually a prisoner. Um, essentially they're basically what you're supposed to see in Starship Troopers if you actually read the book <laughs> yes yeah they're exactly like Starship Troopers Marines but their armor just looks slightly cooler mm-hmm. um, but still it's like okay yeah your your thin metal armor is not going to help you against the like 10,000 pound praying mantis monster right yeah 10,000 pound praying mantis monsters don't sound good <laughs> Not damn, damn zergs, zerglings. Let me let the cat in real I quick. Say, I shall do return. I hear a cat or yeah. somebody's chair squeaky. <laughs> no, Tesla, dumbass. Like I come out here and I close the door. Well, I come out here. I stand at the door for five minutes. Like, come on. Are you gonna go back inside? No. Okay, fine. You're stuck out here with me till you get pissed off. <laughs> so yeah, let me go let him in real quick. Stuck out here until you don't want to be. Oh man! Yeah. <clears throat> Feel like uh, we should get this sound clip. Rah, and this is the sound right. of "Welcome Back to Andrew." <laughs> what sound? What? What? Oh, the beer. Okay. Yeah, cracked a beer. <laughs> um. So, how was your week, Zero? Um. I mostly worked uh, hanging out with Butters and Matt a bunch, but then I didn't do a whole lot. Um, I was going to go out and do some stuff yesterday, and then I ended up pulling my back, so I spent most of the weekend just lying down. That sucks. Yeah, I did get to go see Coco, which I thought that movie was going to be a lot funnier than it actually was. I thought it was going to be about Joey Diaz, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be some fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, when do they get to the armed kidnapping? <laughs> my my whole thing with that though is like I'm looking at it and I'm going didn't they make Book of Life like two or three years ago like I feel like I've seen this movie before <laughs> yeah I was like I started to think about like the Pixar version of Joey Diaz's life because like his nickname is Coco yeah and uh, he was apparently like invited to the premiere so like everybody that likes Joey was like oh is this about Joey because <laughs> there's like pictures of him and his daughter at the premiere and everything mm-hmm. and uh, I was like man 
that's going to be real awkward with the whole him finding his mom dead on the floor while he's on acid bit. Right. Like, that's <laughs> going to be an awkward Pixar animation. Um, but I guess it's not that movie, and I'm kind of disappointed about it. <laughs> I mean, hey, eventually one day, maybe. You never know. <laughs> right. That probably will happen now. Everybody's like, uh, yeah, we want that. Um, zero, or zero. Andrew, how was your week? I mean, it was a week. Um, it's pretty weird because it's that after-holiday lull, so we had a lot of shorter nights. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my check's probably going to suck when it comes in next time. But the check this week, actually, I thought was going to suck because right up until the holiday, I was having a lot of early nights. But we also got our incentive bonus, so it kind of oh, helped nice. out. So it kind of helped out a little bit. That's cool. It's part of the reason why I was able to order cigars. Um, now you'll have time to smoke those cigars. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I mean, I smoke them anyway, but... You know, like I'll have one in the morning with my coffee and whatnot, and then I'll have one on the way to work, and then I might have one on the way back, and that's it. You know, maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll have half of one on the way back home, and What'd then I'll you finish order, it. By the way, the Lafincas. Yeah, more the Lafincas, just because like I can't really beat that deal because it's ninety-one cigars. Like that'll last me at least a month. I've been trying to wait for so, those to go on sale, and like yeah. I looked around on Black Friday, and they didn't have it. Yeah. I was just like. Even with them giving you free shipping on orders, like mm. their deals on all the websites still were not worth ordering. I was like, I'll just wait. That's why I would have did that Cigar Dojo one if I'd have known about it, but I didn't really have the money then either. So it's like, well, Same. whatever. I was broke on Black Friday. I had like 40 bucks. Yep, me too. So I was like, eh, whatever. And then I was like, well, I did find one code that gave me like 15% off. So I mean... 115 down to 105 i mean that's still something so yeah i think the one that i usually used on famous was like 17 but then mm -hmm. they like 17 percent. but then yeah. they like put restrictions on it there like there used to be one cigar that i would order mm -hmm. like it was the punch signatures or like um something that i would order that would like get me over the limit so i could use the coupon right um, and then it would apply it to everything. And they apparently fixed that bug, which was a bug, I guess. No. Or they just changed it. So now, like, you have to order, like, some obscure, like, house brand if you actually want to use the Reddit code or whatever it was I was using. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll probably wait and order some of those Lafincas here and get another ammo can. Um, I like the digital... Uh, cigars better than the regular ones. I'm not sure if they're actually that different. Yeah, I think I'm not sure which one I ordered. I think I ordered the green box that looks like the digital one, but it's just the regular, like normal OD green. Yeah, um, I think I ordered those ones this time because I've got a couple of digital boxes, and then I got a bunch of the uh, the old school, you know, metal ones. And then I've and then I know I had a couple of the plastic ones, but I gave them to my girls for. Like, you know, crayon boxes, you know, like, here, put your crayons in here. Yeah. Which, you know, would be pretty fucking awesome, but, of course, they broke the fucking lids off and yeah, don't ever keep... the lid right off of them. And they don't ever put their damn crayons away anyway, so I don't know why I wasted my time, but whatever. <laughs> we use, uh, we use a lot of regular cigar boxes, like the Chillin' Moose and the Punch Signatures, to mm -hmm. elevate our Christmas houses for decorations on top of our kitchen cabinets so you can see them above the edge 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cigar boxes are the perfect height of the like rim of the cupboards. Right. So we hmm. just put those up there, and it works out pretty well. Yeah, that's part of what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, what am I going to do with all these ammo cans, man? I like, I don't have enough ammo for them because <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any guns at all. But <laughs> well, and they're not really very high quality. They're pretty cheap. No. Like my three year old ripped the lid off within like ten minutes. Well, the um, the plastic ones, no, but I mean, like the the other, like the wooden ones, aren't so bad. Like the the digital one, and then like yeah, I said, the I've got the one was all right. I've got the old school metal ones too, so like I could probably keep some real ammo in there. I just have to get rid of the cedar planks. But actually, you know, you whatever. Know what? I have a bunch of ammo sitting around. I actually should probably put it in one of those. There you go. Um, but yeah, yeah I have I've, like three boxes of shotgun shells and a couple of cases of uh, twenty-two sitting around. Yeah, you may want to put those in there before Titus tries to eat one. <laughs> well, I mean, they're like in cabinets, like locked up. Like you can't get to them. But right. you should probably put them in a container again. What? I was joking because he said just laying around. I'm just imagining Titus being right. like, oh, hey, look. I'm just not bullets. <laughs> just bullets on the floor. It's fine. <laughs> They'll live. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when I was like, I don't know, probably like eight or nine, mm. we used to take uh, 22 rounds mm-hmm. and put a nail in a vice. Oh, God, no. And we would set off the 22 <laughs> rounds by hitting a nail into the primer with a hammer. Yeah, and we would also shoot bullets with other bullets. I mean, like I grew up in the in the country. Like, I I didn't have like a big city upbringing, so we would like go fuck around in the woods and like set up bullets on you know tree stumps in like divots that we chopped right. out with an axe and shoot the bullet that would shoot into another thing, but usually just explode. We're lucky right. we never shot each other. Basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, yeah, you are, but that's what happens, I guess. And we would play, like, naval warfare where we'd go out in, like, uh, canoes and mm-hmm. shoot uh, Roman candles at each other and, like, bottle mm-hmm. rockets and, like, mm-hmm. chuck, like, bricks of firecrackers into each other's canoes and try to tip, you know, the other person over by making them, uh, like, freak out or whatever. But we were all like, yeah, fuck it, we're not going in the water, I don't care. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, we did the land version of that once with some friends of mine because I had this big, like, privacy fence at my dad's house, and I had, like, a sandbox and a swing set fort deal. Yeah. And the neighbors from the house behind us had bottle rockets. We had bottle rockets, so we were, like, shooting bottle rockets over the fence at each other. So it was, like, artillery warfare. (laughs) It was the land version of, of naval warfare. We used to have rock fights, too, where we would literally, like, throw rocks at each other from, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like forts that you would play on. Right. Um, until I hit uh, one of my kind of friends, like a kid I didn't really like. I actually was trying to hurt him. Um, <laughs> nice. Like, usually, you know, you're just kind of fucking around, like, chucking him, but I was like, no, fuck that kid. Right. And I hit him in the eye with a rock, and we had to stop doing that. <laughs> nice. I didn't, like, injure his eye or anything, but, you know, like you get hit with a rock around the eye and you're like, yeah, okay, maybe we'll stop. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I know Dan, you and I can relate. Like, you know, you wear your glasses, everything's cool till somebody knocks them off and like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Game over. Um, like yeah, that? I actually, that was, that was the cause of like the only real fight I got in. Well, it wasn't really a fight. The only real confrontation I got into in high school 
Mm-hmm. Um, a kid purposely knocked my glasses off, and I picked him up by the throat and threw him down a flight of stairs. Well, I mean... So it wasn't really a fight. It was more of me throwing him down a flight of stairs. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was the only time. Like, that is kind of the only thing that pissed me... Like, that was able to make me go, like, zero to a hundred. Um, ever. So... You yeah. sound like, it reminds me of my kids. It's like, you know, I was a hundred pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> it's brought to you by BuzzFeed. <laughs> well, that, well, that, that's what my, that's what my, that's what my daughter was saying. Cause I was asking her like tonight as we went to some friends of ours house, mainly it was to play cards against humanity, but I didn't really get to play because I had to go pick up Samantha, but we went over there and we were, you know, they were playing that. And then I got back and we, you know, eventually started heading home and I was like, so did you have a good time over there? And, then all of a sudden she was like, you know, she's like, I had a, I had a hundred good time. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that's about as good as you're going to get, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know that you could measure good times in like percentages, but sure, I guess. <laughs> I only had 50% of a good time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think if, if I quantify that in my head, mm-hmm. I would be like, I had a great time for the first hour, and then I ran into Bob, and fuck Bob. So 50% of the time afterwards until I left, it sucked, because Bob. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. You want to get all mathematician on it, yeah. I mean, at this That's point, we I might am. as well just start making spreadsheets and pie charts about our day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe a Venn diagram. It seems important to have one of those. So if you look, starting from here to here, it was up pretty high, but then it dipped for a little bit for about three hours. Mm-hmm. My enjoyment levels went down by about 17 points. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pump those numbers up. Nice. <laughs> it's a rookie number, son. <laughs> uh, so one of our friends tagged us in this Overwatch post on Reddit, and it's very long, and I want to read all of it, but I'm not going to try to do that right now because I would be sitting here for like 20 minutes. Okay, then. But basically, they're saying what we've known all along, where Blizzard makes bullshit up and matches you with terrible people on purpose, <laughs> is the apparently the crux of this post. Um, and posted in broken English, as most things of importance are on the internet. Right? <clears throat> um, anyway, um, I guess... I should mention my week was kind of fucked up. I ended up leaving my job on Black Friday. Um, I can't really say too much about the whole circumstance in detail because Mm -hmm. of uh, pending lawsuits. Um, But needless to say, I'm talking to a lawyer that's already got four lawsuits against this company um, for similar issues that are wage-related. But essentially, I was given an ultimatum to sign some documents and keep my mouth shut. Um, and keep my job for a week, they said. Um, if you sign these gag orders, you can have your job for one more week. And I said, no, thank you. Um, and they said, okay, well, we're going to have to fire you. And I said, okay, I guess you have to fire me then because mm-hmm. I'm not signing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so needless to say, I'm looking for a job again. Um, I have an interview tomorrow or uh, Tuesday at a cigar shop in Chicago called Blue Havana. Mm-hmm. Uh, they um, need a brand ambassador 
somebody to basically promote their business and manage their online presence. Uh, so I'm going to talk to them, and hopefully it's like mostly online, remote. It's a part-time position. It's not a full-time position, at least mm-hmm. not right now. Right. Um, so hopefully that's something I can do mostly from home, maybe go there one day a week or something, which might be doable based on what they're paying. Yeah. So I'll find out more about that on Monday or Tuesday. Um, but yeah, um, I don't think I'll be unemployed for very long. I have quite a few leads on jobs and some uh, pretty, some pretty solid sounding options. So right. it'll all work out fine. Um, and then also I was being paid as a salaried employee and I didn't meet the salary requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to file paperwork with the government and then within a couple of weeks they will the government will go in and say, hey, you have to pay this and take it from the business. Right. Um, but basically, if a company pays you salary and you don't qualify, they're required to pay you up to $6,000 of overtime wages for hours that you worked over 40 hours a week the entire time you were employed there. Mm. Um, and it's just automatic. Like, they, they don't get to fight it or argue it. Right. Um because generally it's pretty clear like oh yeah you were paying this person the exact same amount of money every week um and they had me listed as salary Mm. and as working 45 hours a week minimum so they can't really you know dispute it yeah so that's good news at least that'll keep us going for a little Mm. while um until i can get you know get a paycheck coming in again yeah gainful employment yeah yes (laughs) <laughs> uh, because I'm not sure I qualify for unemployment, unfortunately. I'll find mm-hmm. out as well this week, but um, they ended up paying me for an additional week. Um, I, I don't know why, because they were like, hey, we'll let you keep your job for a week if you sign this. And I was like, well, okay, I'm not signing that, but you can pay me. And they were like, yeah, we're going to pay you anyway. I was like, fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue. Um, and then like the next like week, like three days later, I start getting texts from the managers at the restaurants like, hey, we need you to do this and that and this. I was like, that's not how it works when you fire someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't get to keep telling them to do things. That's really not how this works. I don't think you understand. And one of them was like, oh, we're paying you so that you're compliant for this additional week during the transition. And I was like, no, that's not at all how that works. Right. Um, if anything, this is considered severance, and you don't have to do anything to keep it. Right. Um, so, basically, they uh, they couldn't believe that I didn't take their deal. They were like, I can't believe you're not going to do this. Why wouldn't you do this? It makes no sense. Apparently, they just wanted me to stay around for another week to give them all the passwords and everything. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> like... Go fuck That's yourself. What I <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why would I do that? That benefits me not at all. Right. And they were just like, well, I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. And I'm like, you don't understand how anything works, do you? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody doesn't do something you want, and that doesn't make sense? Right. Like, sorry about your luck. Um, you know, I'll let my lawyer tell you how the world works, I guess. Right. Um, so that's kind of shitty and bad timing. Um, I also found out that my mom has what they're calling uh, pre-cancer cells, which mm. 
you can read into that as much as you want. Like, don't go to WebMD, I guess, is the, the moral of the story on that one. Well, I mean, considering, like, we were dealing with, you know, my wife's mom, my mother-in-law, and all that shit. I mean, like, yeah, we kind of already know where it's headed, sort of, I guess. So, yeah. That's... But they they were already going to have to do a complete hysterectomy. Right. Um, so it didn't really change anything. They were like, so we're just going to do what we were going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do it slightly sooner, like a week. Okay, then. Um, I'm not sure what difference that week makes, but maybe that should be scary. Right. Um, so she's going to have uh, surgery on January 9th, I want to say. January 7th or 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she'll be unable to really do anything for about six weeks. And then unable to do anything strenuous for like six months. Mm. Um, because they're literally like cutting out her lady parts. Yeah. The internal ones. Mm-hmm. Um, which should have been done like... 30 years ago. Right. Like, right after I was born, um, because I was never supposed to happen, and it almost killed her, like, three times. Mm. Um, So, yeah, they're uh, finally doing that, and uh, she's not happy about it, and it's bad timing, because it's like, hey, so you're not going to be able to make any money for, like, half a year. Um, So that's kind of a bummer, but, uh, you know, we'll make it through. Yeah. Um. And then finally, uh, my cousin Frankie moved back to Indiana from Florida. Um, he is my cousin that I've talked about a few times uh, that has cerebral palsy. Mm. Um, and he's, like, pretty normal. Like, he's not, like, you know, it's not Timmy from South Park. Um, you know, he, he just doesn't walk super well, and his mind doesn't grow at the same rate as everybody else. Um, so he just seems a lot younger than he is, right? you know, still seems like an adult. So, um, I love hanging out with him. He's like one of my favorite people on the planet. So I'm excited to hang out with him and, uh, we got to go see him in his new house today. Um, and they're three dogs. I don't know why they have three dogs, but it's too many. Um, so yeah, super excited about that. That was the highlight of the week. And then we took uh, Titus to Pioneerland today. Um, they had like their Christmas thing where you could go and see like the schoolhouse and all the decorations like old timey style. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then they also had like the regular candy shop open because money, I guess. Hmm. Like, Let's bring all the kids here for this, and now go buy candy after you wait for an hour in line to see Santa. Right. But we didn't wait in line to see Santa because there's another one that we like to go to better. Um, and it's free. And there's never a line. So it's actually Santa. We go to the North Pole. Right. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, had a good time. Found out Titus likes popcorn. Well, there you go. Yep, so there's that. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's pretty much been my week, playing a lot of video games with my time. Um, obviously looking for jobs, but like, that's one of those things where it's like, well, I spent an hour applying for jobs today, and now I'll wait until a bunch of new ones are posted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, also, we'll get more into this. Uh, get more into this in video games, but. 
Uh, Zero was kind enough to gift me Rocket League, and I've been mildly obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. Fun game. It is. It it reminds me of the old school games where you just play to have fun. You're not like it's not like Overwatch where you're like grinding out loot boxes or like you kind of are because you're getting parts and stuff for your car. But you kind of just play the game and you're like, I had a good time doing that. You're not really, you know, it's not World of Warcraft and you're trying to progress through something or see the story content. It's just like, yeah, fucking drive some cars and hit some balls, play some car ball. Well, not only that, but as far as getting parts for your car, you get them after every game with you win or lose anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like Destiny, except the parts are usually good. Hmm. Yes. I was going to say, well, you guys were, I don't know if it was both of you guys jointly putting money together or what, but I know, like, you guys gifted me Destiny 2, so rock on. Now we can all play that instead of Overwatch, because... I'm getting the sense that you guys are pretty much done with that, at least for a while anyway. I mean, I'm kind of trying to chill on it a little bit before the holiday event, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not a whole lot I want out of the game right now. Um, And I'm not super happy with the state of the game. So I I kind of want to just say I'm never playing this again and uninstall it. But it's not a bad game. It's just poorly balanced right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had some connection issues, which doesn't help. So I was like, I'm just going to take a step back from Overwatch for now and then probably come back to it a little more around the holidays. Right. I played like another four hours of it today, I think. So I'm still enjoying it plenty. Yeah. Um, so uh, entertainment, before we get super balls deep in this, because I have a lot of video game stuff to talk about. Right. Um, did you guys watch anything or listen to anything? Well, I'm going to go out and just say right off the bat, yes, I'm a bad person, but I still haven't watched Punisher yet. Been kind of busy with shit. I mean, I don't know that you're a bad person. I'm just a little bit shocked you didn't, like, fucking get balls deep in that shit right away. I really wanted to, but lately I've been busy with a lot of other shit going on that involves me not being home. So it's like, and then... During the week, you know, I'm working and shit, so it's like I could watch a couple episodes and go to work, but most of the time when I'm awake lately, it's just I have enough I have enough attention or whatever and coffee to, like, sit and watch YouTube videos and then be like, all right, I need to go do laundry or, you know, do dishes or do something else to be productive before I go to work, you know? Right. So it's like it's just not something I just haven't really been able to do yet, you know? I will eventually, but and I, I don't know when that will be. I was surprised and kind of pleasantly surprised that it's not one of those shows where you can just throw on and it's exciting and just background noise. Yeah. It's like a really, really fucking story heavy, like acting heavy drama punctuated with probably the most extreme violence on Netflix. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, it was, like, the end of it, I will say. It's not really a spoiler, but the end of that show has probably one of the most violent things I've ever seen in a TV show. Right. Um, or a movie, for that matter. And I'm glad it wasn't just, like, 13 episodes of that, because I don't think I would have wanted 13 episodes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was just like, that was brutal, and fuck yeah, the Punisher is a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely is way more human um, in this series than he's ever been before on any screen. Yeah, well, that's the problem is, like, you're trying to distill, you know, X amount of years of comic book stuff into, like, you know, a two-hour movie. It's kind of hard to do. That's why when they announced doing the TV show after the Daredevil thing, I was like, this is a good idea because I did like some of the film versions. Like, I still really like the Dolph Lundgren version because I think that one was the closest, at least in my mind, to, like, the, the 80s, 90s, you know, version of The Punisher um, the Thomas Jane one was okay, but like I still just couldn't quite buy him as the Punisher. Like he he looked like somebody trying to pretend to be the Punisher, like it was an imposter. And then you got to Warzone with Ray Stevenson, and Ray Stevenson was the closest to the more like two thousands, like Marvel Max, you know, I hardcore. I feel like that was the best Punisher we could have gotten at that period of time. Yeah, and it was the closest to the the comic books that were coming out at the time, or at least up until that point, because um, like some of the stuff they actually took for that movie actually came straight out of the comics, and they did a really good job with it. But yeah, like trying to to distill the Punisher into like two hours is a little tr- is a little tough. Whereas I like the idea of introducing him with Daredevil, because I mean, first of all, when he came out in the comics to begin with, he was introduced in Spider Man to begin with so like introducing him through daredevil makes sense especially because those two have opposing philosophies about you know crime and justice and whatever so it's nice to have him start out there and then you get into the actual tv show and then that will be like okay here's who he is here's how things are being dealt with now you know post all of the stuff we've seen so far um, and that's the part I'm curious to see where he went, you know, where he goes from where we left off with uh, him and Daredevil. So, and plus the idea that they're introducing Micro, which was a character from the comics that, you know, normally he's portrayed as like your typical fat, like nerdy guy. And it's like they went with like the skinny, like weird neurotic guy. And I'm like, okay, this could be interesting. Let's check this out. Let's see this new interpretation. Well, and I feel like the whole view of like the tech genius has totally changed in recent times to where it's more, you're more likely to see the super nerd, like Silicon Valley guy portrayed Mm -hmm. as a hipster. Yeah. than you are to see them portrayed as, you know, the hot pockets kid. Right. And that's the other thing too, is, is, you know, like you said, technology has changed, but I always looked at, at, at Micro as a character being not just necessarily a computer or a tech genius, but he was also like, you know, he, to me, he was kind of more along the lines of like Q, like in the James Bond flicks. Like, here's your guns. I put this new site on here. I did this, this, and that. Also, while you were at it, I got this thumb drive with some shit on it you might want to look at. You know, like, he kind of did it all for Punisher. He was kind of like his quartermaster guy, like giving him what he needed, whether it be tech stuff, whether it be, you know, munitions, whatever. Like, he kind of did it all. And it's like, this could be an interesting take on it. Especially nowadays, because with technology being where it is, like, 
I mean, yeah, sure, he might still be somebody in a basement, but like you said, he's more of probably more of a hipster guy. Like he probably does go out and has a beer or whatever on occasion. Like he's not just, you know, the guy that lives in mommy's basement, you know, and, <laughs> you know, how do you kill that which has no life type thing? Yes. Mm. With Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. You Too right. Much of a good thing. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm very anxious to see the show. <laughs> I just haven't really had the chance to sit down and watch it yet, so I keep seeing it pop up on my Netflix. Um, but as far as what I've actually been able to watch, um, <laughs> yeah, my wife gets annoyed at this, but uh, my docu, my documentary love, uh, I did find one on Netflix uh, called "Let It Fall," and uh, it was it's basically about the uh, L.A. riots. Mm-hmm. During during the nineties, but it's it takes it basically takes everything that happened from about nineteen eighty two or three, all the way up till about nineteen ninety two or three, like right around when the riots happened and when they were over. Because um, the way it frames it actually makes sense because it's like okay, here's where the match was lit, here's where stuff started getting really hot. And here's where the fucking thing blew up in everybody's face. You know, it's kind of like here's, you know, it, it gives Man, you. And when you said the match was lit, <laughs> I was like, esports? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not lit. Like, lit, brah. Yeah, no, no. I, I got it. It just took me a second. <laughs> No, I'm trying to go with the analogy of a powder keg. Like, you lit the match, all right, now it's getting really warm in here, now it's exploding. Not like, match was lit, brah. <laughs> Solid, man. <laughs> uh, I like that that's where my brain goes, though. I know I'm doing well. It's like I a mean, mental it, health update for you there. I mean, it's unique. Nobody else has gone there that I know of. <laughs> Normally when I say, like, you know, things like that. The match was lit. <laughs> oh, really? Who was playing <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that that would be black people and the and the LAPD. Those are the teams you had. <laughs> oh, oh, don't let, let's not forget the Koreans too, because that was part of it. I never really got as much of, because like as a kid, you know, I grew up during that time, like the year before my mother passed away. So I was going over to my friend's house next door, and it's you know that's the thing that's on TV every day. So it's like. You know, I, I constantly absorbed all that, but What's like on TV, oh, they're beating black people again. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the time where we grew up, folks. Just for for reference. Hence, why I don't understand why people are thinking Nazis are cool again. Like the fuck, like we just went like. <sighs> God damn it! You know what? Turn around. With the the evolutionary poster, you know, where it's like the guy, and then he crawls up, and caveman, and us. It's like, all right, fuck it, turn around. We fucked up. We got to go back. Start <laughs> over. God damn it, start it all over again. Uh, but yeah, no. But it's a really, it's actually a really good documentary that that you know interviews pretty much everybody for the most part possible outside of those who have subsequently died, or like the the chief of police guy who's fucking such a douchebag. I'm glad they didn't actually get him for an interview because they've played enough clips of interviews that he's given since then, and it's like, God, this guy's a fucking douche. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there was one interview they played a clip where it was like him and Tom Brokaw. Like, Tom Brokaw was interviewing him, and he was like... You're so, a douche. <laughs> I, I wish he'd have said that, but he didn't say that. But what he did was he asked him, he was like, so do you think it was appropriate for you to be at a political fundraiser when these riots were taking place? And he's like, 
man, I'm so sick of that. Like, I wish people would quit bringing it up. Like, really, dude? I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Well, if you weren't an asshole, you know. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. it, it's a really it's a really good documentary, though, if you want to, like, kind of see things progress. Like, I love the idea that they started, like, in the 80s, because, like, me being a kid during the time, I figured, like, oh, this just happened overnight. No, it was, there was shit that built up, you know, there was, like, there was one that they talked about that I didn't even know anything about till I watched it, um, because I didn't realize, like, I knew it was, you know, like, African Americans and the LAPD, like, that was the majority of it, or at least that's the majority of it that I saw, but I didn't realize it had to do with the Korean community there, too. Like, I didn't right. realize there was shit going on there, too, because that's not most of the coverage that I saw. So then I'm watching it, and they were talking about there was a, a, a black girl that went to, like, a one of the... Because basically it was, like, a liquor store slash convenience store. So, like, they walked in to get an orange juice, and instead of holding it out or setting it on the counter and then paying, for whatever reason, they were in a hurry, so they just grabbed it and, like, tucked it into their book bag. Like, it right. was sticking out so you could see it, but they just tucked it into their book bag. And then they were getting ready to pay for it, and the woman fucking flipped out. Like, the Korean woman behind the counter that ran the store was fucking flipping out, talking about, like, you know, <laughs> you're stealing, you're stealing. It's like, no, it's right here. Here's the money, you know. And, right. like, and, you know, basically it escalated to the point where she punched her. And she punched the, the Korean lady, and then the Korean lady pulled out a gun and shot her in the back of the head while she was leaving. So it's like, well, I can understand why people are pissed off now, you know, and then, you know, that that's like an incident that I had no knowledge of until I watched it. So it's kind of like, okay, now there's a bigger picture going on here, you know. Well, it's always those little side things that happen mm -hmm. as a result mm -hmm. that fuel those bigger issues. Right, and, but it was even more messed up because during <clears throat> riots, first of all, as we know, Korean men are always in the military, like, they always end up in the military because as soon as they hit, like, 18, bam, you're in the military, you do service. Whether you want to or not, doesn't matter. Everybody's drafted. Right. So so they have military training, and obviously with this being Murica, we got guns everywhere, so they've got guns. So as soon as shit kicked off, there's guys on the roof of businesses and, you know, everything else. And there was one kid who was, like, the brother of somebody that owned, like, one of the businesses there, he went out, of course, to try to, you know, you know, basically, like, get justice or, you know, protect his family's business or whatever, and he ended up getting shot by his own Korean people that were out there. Yeah, I that's a very <laughs> popular uh, part of that. That's one of yeah. the things that's always brought up because it's so iconic. Well, it is, but it's, like, again, like, I don't know, maybe I was, like, sheltered or I was busy thinking about something else. But, again, it's another one of those incidents that I didn't have any clue about. Because all I knew about was, like, Rodney King got beat, Reginald Denny got beat, and then shit went fucking haywire, you know. Like, that was pretty much the, the, I, the whole incident, as far as I could remember at the time, that I got. Now, it's like, okay, I've got it way more fleshed out. So, it's like, I get it. It still sucks. You know, but like I kind of get where it's coming from now, right? And I get that there was other stuff that happened, not just the one incident or the one thing here. It was like it was a bunch of things that just built to the point where you know, it's like playing a game of Jenga. Finally, somebody grabbed the wrong fucking piece. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then beat it to death, <laughs> or on near to death anyway. Beat someone to death with it. Right. So yeah, it was, but it was pretty interesting because like I got that, and then like I I remember watching. Um, 
uh, old Bill Hicks like stand up comedy, and he had a whole bit about like you know look at these like you know look at all of these like cops just walking into the courtroom. They've got their balls in a fucking wheelbarrow. Like excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> Big balls coming through because you've got uh, you know it's like all right so officer nigger lo- uh, officer nigger hater officer you know b- keep darky down and officer coon <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> like, just I, like it's so guys- irritating to me that racism was a fucking thing and like mm-hmm. god that just it makes me so fucking angry it that- makes me it makes me angry I do understand it to a degree yeah like, people I are fucking it. shitty yeah like, it's yeah. so goddamn irritating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's kind of like I said before, I think, on one of our earlier podcasts. Is it's like the thing that makes me mad is because I know that humanity could reach fucking epic heights if they really wanted to. But they let stupid shit like, you know, race, creed, color, religion, you know, politics, whatever the fuck, just drag them the fuck down. They can't get over the shit. Like, I love history. I really do. But again, it's history. It's fucking back there. We're here now. So I don't give a shit what your ancestors did two, three, four hundred years ago. I don't give a shit what they did two days ago. (laughs) You know? Like, you're moving this way. They're back there. Let's fucking move forward and get over this stupid shit. So that we can finally reach, reach the heights that we need to be at. But, you know, until such a time, unfortunately, I'm gonna be here with my beer going, I hope shit doesn't get any worse. As you say that, we've now deployed stealth bombers to Korea. Of course. <laughs> <clears throat> and that shitty tax bill made it through the Senate. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's like, it's kind of sad because it's like, as much as we don't want to be political, it's like, now everybody's kind of being made to be that way. Just because it's like, shit, how can you ignore this stupidity? Not to mention the fact that, like, oh, I'm not going to play Wolfenstein 2 because it beats up Nazis. The fuck were you playing the original Wolfenstein Why do it? Why else like, are you playing that game? <laughs> like, it's kind of like, I don't understand where the whole thing of, like, it's not okay to punch not... What, who, what the, the fuck is going on? If there's anyone it's ever okay to punch, it's Nazis and all the time. I was going to say Nazis and KKK guys, let's punch them all the time. Granted... I'm in the wrong fucking state to be saying that about the KKK, but whatever. <sighs> That's why I was, one of my fr- like we were talking about this actually over the weekend. Somebody was talking about like Indiana is so conservative and all this stuff, and they were acting like it was surprised, like they were surprised about it. I was like, dude, in the 20s, the KKK used to march up and down Indianapolis like fucking main streets yeah. <laughs> in parades, and it was okay. Nobody said shit. Nobody did anything to them. You know, it's like. I mean, yeah, you know, that may have been, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever years ago, but... It wasn't okay then, either. There were just more of them and less smart people. Yeah, and now it's ver- it's supposed to be flipped the other direction, but even then, now all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got the khakis and polo fuckers over here. Like, can you put your fucking masks on, please? Some of you look better with them on. <laughs> yeah, don't catch your head on fire with your fucking Walmart tiki torch. No, please do. Please, please do. I always wanted to see what Ghost Rider would look like up close and personal. <laughs> I want to watch this shit. But no, it's like, yeah, I don't know. We're in a very weird place. But 
Getting back to entertainment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we went real <laughs> fucking off the beaten path there. Yeah, but I mean, in general, like it's it's a really good documentary, especially if you want to, like I said, kind of like I did, like get more of the the real story of what was going on and what kind of led up to that particular incident. Um, You're aware get, of the uh, Time Hunt, or Mind Hunters series on Netflix, right, Andrew? I am. I have been wanting to check it out because I I. I keep that getting sounds like your jam right there. I, I was going to say I keep getting this <laughs> feeling it would be right up my alley one way or another. Um, there's that, and there's all. I'm kind of in, intrigued by the uh, that dark series that just came out because, like, I was looking at some stuff online, and somebody said it was kind of like a more adult version of Stranger Things, you know, and it kind of fills that sort of void if you're really hankering for some more Stranger Things. I was like. I might have to check it out if that's the endorsement. You know what I mean? Like, I might yeah. have to check that out and see what a more adult, modern version of it is. Even though I, I'm i a little hesitant because, like, I, I watched some of the, the Beyond Stranger Things stuff. And I liked what the Duffer Brothers said. Is like, I, the part of the reason they said it in the 80s was because it relies on the fact that not everybody could be gotten a hold of readily, you know, like, and they didn't have to do that stupid trope of, oh, I don't get a cell phone signal, you know, it's so stupidly lame. They went with, we don't have cell phones. Right, we don't, we don't have, (laughs) we don't have fucking cell phones, so like when Hopper goes down in the fucking tunnel by himself, which, duh, you dumbass, why are you going down there by yourself, you idiot buddy system? (laughs) You know, while I do find cell phones to be incredible, I am a little upset that we're in an era that doesn't you know, have readily accessible burger phones. <laughs> I'm not sure this trade was, you know, really in our favor. See, now all of a sudden the scene from fucking Dragnet pops into my head. Have you seen the the, the Tom Hanks, Dan Aykroyd Dragnet movie, you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where think about that a minute, but yeah, yeah, where, where you see, yeah, he's sitting there and he's like, he just got done having sex with his girlfriend, who's like a, a motorcycle cop, and she's leaving and getting dressed, and he leans over and gets the phone out, and it's like, <laughs> it's Dan Aykroyd's, like he's supposed to be Joe Friday's kid. It's like his grandmother calling him. It's like, no, his mom had him there before eight o'clock, you know, like, yep. but he's got the fucking burger phone. It's like, oh, I want a burger phone so bad. Yep. <laughs> Even though I don't have a landline, so it would be completely useless. Although, if you go to Spirit Halloween for the Stranger Things, they actually have a like old-school phone like receiver that you can plug into your cell phone and use. I was like, I'm almost tempted to do that because my, my wife a while back was talking about, like, I was trying to do something and talk to her on the phone. And she was like, just put it on your shoulder. I'm like, cell phones don't work like this. <laughs> just put it on your shoulder. <laughs> They don't like, work like balance it on there. What do you expect here? <laughs> they don't work like that, and I have enough trouble with my cheek going too close to the touchscreen and fucking ending the damn call when I'm in the middle of talking. Yeah, it's... that's how my wife usually hangs up on me. Mm-hmm. I, I end up doing that. To <laughs> that's how she time. usually does the hanging up. <laughs> but that's how I end up doing that sometimes. So it's like, like I'd rather just have that receiver so I can do that. Be like, oh yeah, old school. <laughs> we've had legit conversations about don't mash the phone into your face while you talk into it. <laughs> like, I am I teaching a child how to use a phone? Like, you don't have to jam it into your ear. It's not an earbud. Well, I kind of do because I'm a little bit deaf. And it's like, depending upon which ear I'm using. And also, I have to, like, especially with the Samsung, because the, the actual ear receiver's at the top, I have to position it into my ear. Oh. 
It's like, doesn't remind you of Keith. I, I didn't know what you I, <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing with that. It's here. not how you open doors. Turn me off. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> this this isn't how keys work. <laughs> you don't just jam them in the general direction of the lock and hope it opens. <laughs> He was just saying, this isn't how keys work. You just jam them into the opening. <laughs> I guess I never knew. <laughs> never learned. It's like a drunk guy trying to open his car door. <laughs> stumbling out of the bar, just fucking scratching the paint up around the door. I hope you're not seriously thinking of driving that home. Nope. <laughs> we actually just got done rewatching Hot Fuzz like, last week, too, because I ended up putting it on while we were washing dishes and making breakfast and stuff. It's like I, we were talking about watching it again. I was like, it's on Netflix. Bam. Yeah. Although I'm, st- I'm still highly pissed off that the World's End is not on there. Like, it's been what? I like that years? movie way more than the general public, I think. I, you and that me was both, a great movie. You and me both. Because I was like, for one, it flips the roles because normally. Uh, Simon Pegg plays a straight man and then, you know, Nick Frost right. is the weird loser slacker guy. And It's like, they completely flipped those roles and it was really well done. And then Turns you got, out they can both be losers. Right. <laughs> although although Simon, Pegg, Simon Pegg goes pretty dark with it after a while when you get to the point where it's like he tried to commit suicide once. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. I really enjoyed that movie so much, though. I just I would love to watch it again because honestly, I have not seen it since I saw it in theaters. It's like yeah, Ian Angel when she goes in the theater. I watched it on DVD when it came out once. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially yeah. especially the ending part because like they're you know, he's like, but you said he's like, of course I know what I fucking said. <laughs> it's like fucking drunk. Leave me alone. Like yeah, and then then just like the whole like it's definitely a really good cap to the whole Cornetto trilogy thing. Mm-hmm. It I mean I mean literally it is the world's end. Like the world is ending. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing now. I mean it, you know it, it's literally Fallout, but it's like the British version <laughs> where funny shit happened first. But yeah, I, I I wish I could watch that movie again. But everywhere I go, it's like, well, you got to pay for it. No, motherfucker. Like, why is it not on? Hot Fuzz is on fucking Netflix. Like, why can't? Why? I don't understand. Like, why? Why is? I know. I understand. Hot Fuzz is the best one of the three for most people. But I really like Shaun of the Dead. I like Hot Fuzz. I like World's End. Why can't you put all three of them on there and I can fucking marathon them? You know. Because I would really like to do that. Because I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead in fucking years. I actually downloaded like a torrent version of it to watch it the first time. Deep cuts, man. Deep cuts. Yeah, I just watched uh, Ace Ventura 2 with uh, Titus. Mm -hmm. Half of it yesterday and the other half today, actually. Um, And I forgot how funny that fucking movie is. Like, you definitely have to be in the right frame of mind to enjoy those jokes well i mean that's the, the only thing that kind of <clears throat> to me that's kind of sad about it is the fact that uh the reason why uh jim carrey doesn't do sequels much is because that movie kind of like soured the whole idea because like he played the same character twice and then it's like it didn't do very well box office wise or whatever and then after that on top of that obviously he wanted to try to branch out and do more you know real acting type gigs also i think i have 
a family member that basically modeled their life after Ace Ventura. Like, I watched it, and I'm like, Jesus, this is just... That's fucking him. Like, I'm related to this guy. Well, people were ask, were asking... Uh, yeah, to kind of somewhat backtrack into my week, um, this weekend we went to the, uh, the sex club again. Um, the sex club? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people would be interested in joining... If they, uh, if that was just like, what'd you do? I I had to go to the sex club, like it was the gym or something. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the thing is, like, I could tell you the name of it, but there's a whole bunch of stuff people would have to go through. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't there, but, apply to right. the general listener, so it's fine. Yeah, but I'm just saying, those that may be interested, there you go. But I went there this uh, weekend, and we were talking about. Uh, well, we were standing outside, and we were talking about, like, I was standing outside smoking because I was like, well, I'm here. I just had dinner. I'm going to stand outside and smoke a little bit, especially because it gets really fucking hot in that building sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'll go outside where it's like, you know, 30, 40 degrees, and I can see my breath, but I can smoke a cigar and be chill. I just have to make sure I get a small one, otherwise I'm out there all fucking night. And it's like, I'm like well, I miss everything. Um, but... I was standing outside talking with all these people, and even my wife's like, you know, how do you know these people? Like, I, I hang out with the smokers. Like, they come out there and smoke <laughs> with me. Like, that's how I know these people. You know the people from wandering around in the building. I know the people you know out the there. know the people that stay in the building. Yeah, you know the people in there. I know the people outside. You know, we, we work out that way. But, yeah, just knowing in general, like, uh, the, week, the weekend was pretty crazy. We had our... Uh, we have our girlfriend come up, which, yeah, I know, really weird concept, but I'm married, she has a boyfriend, we have a girlfriend, whatever. Anyway, um, she came up, she actually made us dinner last night, which was interesting. She made really good fucking ribs in the oven. I was like, yeah, go for it, you know, um, and they were, they were, actually, I still have one left. I don't know who's going to eat it first. I'm pretty sure you have we have one to... rib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of, I feel of... like that is a gross misuse of a rack of ribs. Well, I ate about three or four. Angela ate about three or four. She ate about three or four. And then Wednesday ate three. <laughs> yeah. So it's we a pretty much kid killed. Right there. Well, you know, shit. She she's like Wednesday is my garbage disposal. She'll eat. She'll eat anything. <laughs> Samantha, on the other hand, you know, is the picky one. So, you know, she wouldn't have ate anything, um, especially because we have uh, potato salad and green beans. All the, like we had the ribs and everything else. So yeah, but she ate. She ate two ribs because I gave her two, and then she's like, "I want another rib." I'm like, "Okay." Did you eat your green beans? No. Eat those first. Okay, I'm done. God damn it! I just sat down. <laughs> like, can I can I freaking eat my food? No. Okay, fine. Let's go get you another rib. So there's like one left. I have an odd feeling Angela might beat me to it, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's it. Th- she did a really good job of doing that. She went out last night. All kinds of weird shit has been happening lately. You know, with like couples and stuff there, but. Yeah, good times. 
Interesting. I'm always fascinated by this because it's like looking into another world for me where I'm just like, what is this? People do this? <laughs> Love you too. <clears throat> Speak of the devil. Shenanigans at the club the last two days. I so the devil. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I just like hearing it from your point of view. Yeah, I know. It's really weird, isn't it? Mm, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Have a good night, honey. I'm not going to stab you over it. <laughs> yeah, he said he's not going to stab you over it. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I was commentating on her, like, it's okay. I won't stab you for it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you can live. Yeah. But no, like, it's it's a really, it's an interesting thing, like, Essentially, though, like I've told most people and even like some people that go to the club, like Friday was interesting just because Angela got her boyfriend to come out and he's very anxious, like he has super high anxiety. But Friday, oh, this is even this is way worse. Um, Yeah, but he he came out and he hung out for a little bit. He did leave a little bit earlier than we did, but I mean, he still came out because they were doing, uh, they do a thing on Fridays or every other Friday where it's a uh, kinky karaoke, but they do basically like normal karaoke type stuff. But So is it just karaoke while you're naked? I mean, girls get naked while they do karaoke. Um, this time it wasn't, it didn't really, it wasn't really necessary because last time they were doing a, uh, what do you call it? They were doing a, uh, they were last time they were doing it. It was like American Idol type deal where you know they have like a bunch of people do karaoke, then they get like the best three, and then they kind of have them do like a karaoke off, and then you know vote a winner or whatever. But they didn't uh, end up doing that this time. They ended up just doing like normal karaoke and hanging out. So I just I struggle to understand this place, uh-huh. like. Is it just like you go into a nightclub and there's like a DJ and there's music playing and mm-hmm. you just walk around and you go there with the knowledge that everyone there is swinging? Is that all this is or is it? I mean, basically that that's why, like I said, basically it's, it's like going to a nightclub. It's you like only... a singles club for married people. I mean, not everybody's married there, though, either. Like, some people, like, you know, have, you know, fiancés or they're just, like, or they're just, like, boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. But basically, you pay the, you pay, like, 35 bucks annually. And then you pay, like, whatever the cover for that particular night is. Essentially, kind of like how, like, Ruiz gets away with having, like, the club membership, you know, so nobody really can look too deeply into what's going on you know like in the club areas or whatever so she like she and i will go we're a couple it's cheaper to go as a couple um if you go as a single guy it's like double the amount plus on top of that if you're a single guy who's never gone there before you have to have somebody like sponsor you or chaperone you basically at least for the first visit mainly because they want to vet out like creeps and weirdos which I, I can clearly understand. Um, but you'll go there, you'll pay, like, you have the $35 annual fee, which really isn't terrible. And then you'll have, like, whatever it is for the night. Depending upon what event is going on, like, it might be more, it might be less, you know. I mean, I, I understand the whole, like, going to a place with like-minded people looking for the same thing. Right, I'm just... I was I'm just, just trying to wrap my head around, like, is it just a club? I mean, basically, you walk. It's it's because I building, just I have zero interest in ever going to just a club. 
Well, this is basically not, I mean, it's obviously not just a club, but essentially when you walk in, you'll have like a little check-in desk where you'll check in and be like, hey, we've already registered or whatever. And then there's a locker room area where you can go put your coats away and whatever else you brought with you that isn't the alcohol. Because that's the one thing that's kind of nice. And yet, I mean, I'm sure some people are a little annoyed about it, but I like the idea that it's BYOB because, like, I can bring whatever I want to drink and, you know... It, at least I know it's something I'm going to want to drink. It's not like I'm stuck with whatever fucking shit they have, you know. So I'll go in, you know, you'll go in the locker room, you'll drop off your coats and whatever else you need to because some of the ladies will bring, like, a change of clothes. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll strip down into, like, lingerie or whatever later in the evening as the liquor and the night, you know, goes on. You know, eventually they'll strip down into whatever and then go to, you know, they'll, they'll go, they'll, then, then they'll change into something maybe sensible to wear home. But you'll have a locker room, then you'll go from out there. There are coolers you can put your alcohol in for the night. Um, there's a little, like, eatery area. They'll have, like, sandwiches and, you know, cocktail weenies, like hors d'oeuvre type, you know, food. Um, just because, you know, people need that, especially if they're drinking. And then the rest of it's, like, there's seating areas. Some of it's reserved like VIP, whatever, and then some of it's kind of like, you know, first come, first serve. Um, you walk around, there's an open area, or I call it the open air arena as a, as a joke, because basically there's a bunch of couches, there is a, a St. Andrew's Cross in the corner for those that want to get a little more, you know, marquee de sod about it. Um, that They've got that there, but they've got a TV with porn on it, they've got, you know, lounge chairs. Yes, and you do. Yeah, as you do at this place. You've got lounge chairs, you've got couches. Like that's kind of an area where you can go in and stuff happens in there and everybody can see it. There is uh chairs along the sides that are for they have a projector because there's a room with a camera in it and if somebody goes in that room they can sit there and watch or they can sit there and have sex and watch or or they can just sit there and have sex, whatever. And then that kind of leads towards the doors to go to the outdoor area where you can smoke. Um, which is like a fenced-in area, but they've got like a, a like a propane fire pit thing going, so you can go out there and get warm smoke, whatever, and go back inside. And then the further you go back in there, they've got they've got rooms back there. They've got rooms with two beds in them. They've got rooms with a single bed. They've got one room in the back with another, you know, TV with porn and like Shay's lounge chairs. And then they've got the so red. You can you can watch porn or you can watch live porn. Or you can actually engage in <clears throat> Yes. Um, they've got a red room for those of you that want to get into, like, bondage and, you know, the, the good stuff. Um, and then they've got more rooms along the other side that, again, are either single or double. There's doors, you know, that you can close and lock if you don't want people to come in. There are chains you can put across the door if you want people to watch but not come in. There's windows, which you can put blinds closed, or you can leave them open, whatever. And then, you know, that's basically it for the entire... Then there's, like, a dance floor with... They do have poles if you wish to do pole dancing, but it's basically a dance floor area. There's a big DJ booth. There's TVs everywhere that play, usually, like, whatever the music... Like, whatever song is playing, they usually have a music video up, or they'll have, like, a the Champagne Club's logo, which is, like, a... Uh, high heel champagne glass with a champagne bottle saying whatever but yeah i mean basically it's kind of like a nightclub that happens to have like rooms and stuff in the back should you you know want to get there with fucking yeah basically 
Yeah, but even then, like most it's of the time, it's a fucking nightclub. <laughs> exactly, it's a fucking nightclub. Essentially, um, you know, people walk around there naked, and you know, in various states, <clears throat> excuse me, of undress. But yeah, it's it's an interesting place. Um, obviously, it's not for everybody, but I really, you know, it's it's. it's I'm not pretty- gonna lie. I am intrigued to the point where I would love nothing more than just to walk through this place as a casual mm-hmm. observer. Right. I would feel so awkward, <laughs> and be like, I am the world's biggest interloper. Right. Well, I mean, that's like, in a sense, that's that's kind of what I was worried about with Eric, you know, my wife's boyfriend, because. You know, like, he's not even into the concept of threesomes. So, like, I'm going... Going to the club's going to be weird. But with it being kinky karaoke, he likes doing karaoke, like, normally. So, like, like going to bars normally. I guess he used to go to uh, a local bar. Um, That's oh. terrifying to me. Like, I would be... To like, you, that'd be... To you, that would be terrifying, because you're not a... You know, you, you don't... You don't get quite in the music as, like, some of us do. Like, I don't sing in church, and I don't sing happy birthday at birthday parties. Right, exactly. <laughs> I refuse so. to sing under any circumstance. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love music. I listen to that shit nonstop all day. I don't like singing. I never really sang in church. I can't do karaoke. Like, fuck that. I love singing. I've done musical theater. But the problem I have, too, is, though, like, my music proclivities, it's kind of like I pretty... Doesn't really fit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the stuff I would want... Like, I don't I don't foresee me singing, like, Danzig karaoke. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you know? I don't think I'm going to see Danzig on the list of karaoke songs that evening. You know, Honestly, maybe... the last time I remember singing... Mm-hmm. was on a bus in high school where we all got drunk before we went on a field trip mm. and we were screaming fire water burn at the top of our lungs in a bus full of like hardcore christian like <laughs> school people nice it's... nice yeah that didn't go over well um Eight. turns out yelling let the motherfucker burn is frowned upon well um, you know so is being drunk at a school function. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, yeah, Surprise. But, <laughs> yeah. But I mean it's a pretty interesting place, but I mean it's kind of nice now that like she's got him there and then like we had our girlfriend there, so it's like I wasn't necessarily bored. Um there's another woman there that apparently has the hots for me because she likes the fact I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> it's like, all right. I mean, that sounds like a plus. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a plus, but it's it's kind of weird too because like I know she's with this other guy that's there and he's kinda like the most popular dude there. And he's like in Oh his... Jesus, this just turned into high school in my brain. No, but yeah. well, he's the most <laughs> he's the most popular guy there because he's like a sixty some odd year old, but he does not look or act like it at all. And it's like, I can only hope that when I'm your age, I act like you, you know, like I, I want to be you eventually, you know, but yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Actually, we've gone to, it's weird because like even before, like we would go to the clubs and stuff and then like maybe Saturday or whatever, we'd go out to IHOP and he would always end up at the same IHOP we were at. So it's like, we might as well just have breakfast together. Fuck it. Like, come over here, you know? Right. But yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting place in general. Like, but we had a pretty good weekend. Like Friday was a little weird because even for a karaoke night, it was kind of dead. Like I think pretty much everybody left before closing time because like it started getting really fucking quiet in there. <laughs> like most of the people had already left. 
But, it, you know, like for that night, I think it was the best night to introduce uh, my wife's boyfriend to the place because he's got the super anxiety thing. That's really weird. Like, likes karaoke, has crazy anxiety about people. I, yeah, I... I have I I I have no idea. I don't understand it myself. But it's like if he's that anxious and you know and all that, like I understand. And it's like, but if you're gonna come on any night to check the place out, it would definitely be like a Friday night because the the turnout's not as high. So like you'll get to be able to talk and meet people and whatnot. Whereas if you go to Saturday night or like a big event night, like the first night we went ever was a New Year's Eve function. And, like, the place is wall-to-wall people. Like, you can barely see across the dance floor, let alone get through the people just to get to the fucking bathroom and or the smoking area, you know, if you're if you're going those directions. It's like, God damn it, guys, get out of the way. I need to piss, you know? Like, I know some of you might be into that. You need to get out of my way, too, because I'm not into that. <laughs> at this point, I don't care if you watch. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> I, really don't, in the way. I really don't care. I've had too much to drink. Get out of the way. I'm but not yeah. R. Kelly, so move. Right, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty interesting place. But it, for the most part, like everybody understands, like there are rules, there is shit going on. Apparently, though, like last night, my wife and the and our girlfriend went by themselves because it's like one, I'm cheaper than a babysitter, and two, I was like, well, they they went out and had like massages and stuff during the day, so I was like, oh, it's ladies' night, so you guys go check it out, you know. <laughs> you had your your back massage. Now go have your pussy massage. It's fine. Well, it was weird because apparently there was one couple that was in a room next to um, the woman who's our girlfriend. Like, she was in there with someone else. And then, like, there was a room next door, and apparently somebody mentioned to to the security guys that are there that, you know, people are sleeping in there. Because there are beds there. It's like, okay, but that's not what they're for, but I get it. But, like, apparently somebody said that, and they were, like, banging on the door. Like, you know, you need to get out of there. And it's like... We were having sex. Like, I don't understand what you're fucking mad at. You know? It's like, we're having sex, and it's like, way to kill the mood, guys. Fuck. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that, that was kind of a bad night. And apparently somebody's marriage almost got ruined. That was terrible. If, if it didn't get ruined, I don't know. I'm not totally sure. But was, oh, yeah. you mean that night? Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't there. Like I said, I was at home. I was playing, like, I was playing Destiny 2 with you, Dan, for a little bit. And then after that, I was like, well, they aren't back home yet. They haven't mentioned they're on their way back home. So it's like, well, I, was, I started playing some other games or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm getting tired. So I'm going to go out to the you know, living room and probably watch a movie or something. I ended up passing out. They came home like almost like 2.30, quarter to, like quarter to 3. They didn't even notice I was laying down asleep on the couch at the first place. So I was like, well, this is awesome. So I was, like, waking up as they were walking through the house, and I didn't really, I wasn't awake yet to say, like, hey, how's it going or whatever. But, yeah, they came home, and it's like, look at all the shit that happened. And I was like, man, I missed out on a really interesting evening, apparently. (laughs) But, yeah. So, anyway, moving on from my entertainment, um, what about you, Zach? Do you watch anything? I know you've probably been laying down and sleeping most of the time with your back. Yeah, no, I, I haven't watched much of shit. Um, Butters got me into watching two pro girls because I've never seen that before. That's um, actually it's actually not that bad a series. Like, we yeah, it's, watch it's all right. cable, but yeah, it's it's definitely kind of predictable in parts. But I mean, Kat Dennings is hot, so she makes it worth it. <laughs> well, and to be fair, I watched every episode completely like 
you know, not sober. Blazed, yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. And I did, we also went back and watched some, like, old school Buffy. That uh, show so terrible. But once again, uh, when you really messed up, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, you wound me, sir. You wound oh, me. Oh, come on, it is. Like, five minutes of picket episode, and you're like, oh my god, they didn't even try. Like, this is the cheapest show ever. Okay, remind me... You know what, fuck it. I'm gonna look it up now, because I'm here. I'm gonna find the unaired version of the pilot for you to watch. You wanna talk about bad. Granted, I expect that to be bad, because it was the pilot used to sell the show. So, you know, but yeah, I'm gonna find the unaired Buffy pilot. And you're you're gonna watch that shit and tell me about how how bad it is. But I love that show. Granted, like once I got to about the third season, that was where my interest kind of waned because once they got into high school and stuff, I was like, eh, I don't know. This when we just, were watching season three. Yeah, see, season three was like the best season I think personally because you had Faith, which oh, Liza Dushku, another one of those on my celebrity fuck it list. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. That was my favorite season up until they got into like college, and then there was like a few episodes within like that season, like the the subsequent seasons that were good. And then after that, I like tuned in for the last episode, but it was only like halfway through, so I missed like the majority of it. But I was like, all right, I watched the last episode. Okay, cool. I don't know what's going on, but cool. <laughs> See, I watched like the last three seasons of Angel, and that's the only thing in that universe that I had seen. Um, and the last couple of seasons of Angel, I thought were kind of good. Like I went back and watched some of the earlier ones, but Angel was definitely more of a show geared towards like older people, versus like Buffy was still a little bit of, like that tween, like middle school, high school ish, whatever. Even when they got into college, which is probably why I sort of lost interest. But yeah, definitely like once you got into Angel, Angel was more like adult oriented, even though it got kind of stupid like in the mid like in the middle seasons before the end. Um but yeah, and like it really makes me sad cuz like two of the members of that cast are fucking dead now and it's like they were probably the two best members of the fucking show in general on Angel, who was I that? mean. Uh the guy who played the demon in the first episode of Angel uh, See, like I, said, I only saw the end of that season, so I don't know. Well, if you go if you go back and watch the the original episode of Angel, like w- there was like an Irish demon guy. He was really good, but he ended up dying in a he ended up, yeah he ended up he ended up dying in a car accident like shortly after they filmed that like first season. So it's like they had to write him out. And uh, do you know the oh, de- I was I thought you were talking about in the show. No, I'm no, like, Jesus, it's that easy to kill a demon. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about in reality. He he died in a car accident. Um, and then the guy who played Lorne, the 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 uh, demon that could read your thoughts or whatever from singing. Um, I forget exactly how he died, but I know it was fairly. I know it was definitely fairly recent. Um. Oh gosh, I actually have to look See, it up now because, but yeah, Andy Hallett was his name. For me, the best character in that show is easily uh, Spike. I mean, well, once they added Spike onto the show, yeah, like he was really good in Buffy, but once they added him on the show, it just added a whole new dynamic to to Angel and everything else. But I really liked him on the show, especially if you watch. Um, oh, fuck, I forget the episode title now, but there was an episode where. Spike got broken up with with his girlfriend Drusilla 
<laughs> and he drives into like fucking Sunnyvale, like fucking drunk and shit, crashes into the sign <laughs> on his car, and he ends up hanging. He ends up like kidnapping fucking Willow and Xander, and then like she's going through relationship shit, and they're and they're like they're both like pining over each other's loves at the same time and then he like tries to eat her at one point it's like no get off me i hate when that happens the best part is at the very is at the very end of the episode for me though spike is driving through the desert with this like old 50s car with like really fucking like blacked out windows like there's just enough light in order for him to see so it doesn't burn the shit out of him he's sitting there drinking alcohol and driving and he's listening to sid vicious's my way <laughs> it's like that's like my favorite part of the whole fucking episode like i don't care like he's like fuck it i'm gonna just do it my way driving through the desert you know probably gonna burn to death in the sun but that doesn't happen because he ends up on angel later the only other exciting thing is we got the cabinets out of my garage this week, which I forgot to mention earlier, and my garage looks like 20 times larger, which is fantastic. And we decorated for Christmas, so there's that. Yeah, there's one thing this weekend that we didn't get to do that I was hoping to do is do some, like, at least get our tree and stuff up. But, oh well, we're we're in the, we're in the market to get a new tree, because uh, one that we had, like, got a few, like, burnt out sections... And because it's a hand-me-down tree, like, I didn't get any extra bulbs or anything, so it's like, I might as well just get a different tree. Yeah, we've had ours for a lot of years, and we got to the point where we cut the lights out of it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we just put new ones on it every year. Like, we use the same ones when we can, but um, we probably put two or three new strands on it every year, and then just kind of throw them away, because they never work again. Mm, yeah. Um... But uh, other than, uh, what did I watch? Ace Ventura, I watched. uh, We started watching the second season of a show called, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. It's about people that come back to life. Uh, The, the, was it the 4400? Glitched. Oh, Glitched, okay. It's a Netflix series. Mm -hmm. Um, That was really good. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's basically like this chemist figured out a way to give, like, corpses a, like, people from, like, the Civil War era, Mm -hmm. like, you know, raise them from the dead and they come back perfectly normal, um, but they can't leave a certain, like, radius or they just, like, start bleeding from all of their orifices and die. Ew, okay. Yeah. So it's an interesting show, and it's based in a small little town called Yorana <laughs> in Australia. Stop it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're okay. I was hoping to mute the mic, but it's like, nope, it's coming too fast. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, uh, not to derail the topic here, but I was—I just remembered that I was looking up that information for the, the actor who played Lorne on Angel. Um, he passed away due to congestive heart failure at the age of 33, March 29, 2009. So there you go. Really sucks. Really sucks as he was a really good actor, and I really love that character too. But yeah, uh, again, continue. <laughs> What else did I watch? I'm watching uh, Frontier on Netflix as well. Mm. It's basically about like the trappers and the East India Trading Company coming over. Was that um, isn't Jason uh, Momoa in that? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I saw like a preview image or something with that, and I was like, oh okay. Yep, that's pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, still going strong on the cigar. Two hours in. Still have probably another 30 minutes in it, and I've been kind of power smoking it. Yeah, I'm not going to start mine probably till after we're done recording and stuff, but uh, I do have one of those uh, Time Flies cigars you were talking about. I found those because I went to Tobacco Stop, which is... yeah. Yeah, Under which, new ownership and management, as I understand. Yes, I didn't know anything about it either until I was talking with uh, one of our fellow cigar club buddies at work. And he was like, yeah, they got a new lady running it and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll have to check it out. I was supposed to meet him there for uh, a smoke or whatever, but he ended up waking up late and then he ended up passing on it. So I ended up just sitting there smoking by myself for a bit. Sounds but, okay, too. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't that upset about it. The only thing that kind of sucked about it was because by the time I got that done and then headed home and everything, like, I spent the rest of the afternoon, like, just fucking running because it's like, well, I had to go get my kids from school, then I had to run out to Liberty Center to get a platform thing for our bed because we... Because of the fact we have a girlfriend that stays with us and stuff, we needed a bigger bed, so we ended up getting another bed in addition to our queen beds. We have two queen beds, but we were putting them on the floor, but because of the new bed and the old bed, there's like a big like six-inch difference between the two. <laughs> so uh, we got a, we got, there was a guy that makes like, you know, that's a woodworker, so he made like a platform for us to put it on so that it was there at the same height now. Um, so I had to so I had to run out there with the girls to go pick that up, and then I had to run back and drop off Samantha with her dad for the weekend. Then I had to run Wednesday off to the babysitter, and then I had to run home because then we were running out to the club. It's like, ugh. <laughs> as soon as I got done smoking, it's like, all right, run. <laughs> but yeah, it was a pretty is pretty good. Pl- like it's still a good place. Like I liked the place even before. Um, it's just the management was kind of meh. But it seemed pretty cool in there when I walked in. Like, I walked in, I went and looked at the cigars, I grabbed a couple of them for the weekend. I was hoping I wasn't have to go. I wasn't going to have to go through all of them by now, but, yeah. Um, got a few different ones that I hadn't had before. Because um, I, I ended up trying one of those Chillin' Moose 2s that you were talking about. I'm not a fan of that cigar. This, the, it was actually okay until, like, like, at first I had some of the cap kind of come off when I was having it, but then the rest of the time it smoked pretty well. It just took, like, forever, so I felt yeah. like I was there forever, which didn't really bother me that much. But then, like, as I was getting home and trying to finish it off or whatever, it started to unravel a little bit, but, I mean, it was mm-hmm. towards the end anyway, so it wasn't that big yeah. a deal. Yeah, I like, mean, I've every one of those I had, like, at different points of smoking them, I think probably, like, five of them, uh, they all like completely disintegrated in my hand. Yeah, like, I didn't have it quite you'd go, go to that take a bad, puff, but... and you'd have like a mouthful of Scooby snacks. I was like, oh Jesus. Yeah, mine mine wasn't that bad. Um, it di- it didn't have that so much. It was just like the outside wrapper would fall apart. But again, like by the time it really fell apart, it was towards the end of it anyway, where I was just trying to nub it. I so wish this was how people like reviewed wrappers, like. Yeah, two chains really unraveled about halfway through. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, but basically it, that that was the part that mainly fell apart. Like the rest of it was fine, so construction was good. I don't know if maybe their humidification, that humidification, ugh, is up to par or whatever. But I mean, it held together pretty well for me for the most part when I had it from there. So, if you're in town again, Dan, you might want to look into seeing what they've got going on with it and try it out from them. 
Uh, yeah, Gil- I know, uh, I should be in town fairly soon. I was going to talk with uh, Joe about doing some advertisement for Rudy's. Hmm. Good idea. Um, but yeah, like I went out there. They they actually still have those Texas Lanceros, the Alec Bradley ones. I was like, oh, I'm so tempted to grab one of those. I haven't had one of those in fucking years now. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would love to get one of those Texas Lanceros again. But they've got a bunch of those there. Um, they've got the Time Flies, which I know you were recommending a while back. So I picked up one of those. Um, they had uh, Man of War Damnation, which I had never had before. I've had other Man of War cigars, but I never had that one. That one was really good. Um, I would say it, it's not so much a spicy, dark, like full flavor, but it's like, like black cup of coffee kind of flavor. Okay. Um, so like you'd probably like it, Dan. I think um, it, it's it definitely is a very full flavored cigar, but it's really good. Um, what else did I pick up? Uh, I picked up an Under Crown because I hadn't had one of those in a while, and they had some of the bigger ones there. Um, so I had that the other day. But yeah, I mean they've got a pretty good selection of stuff like pretty much anything you could think of even some stuff that I didn't even think they would carry um, the the lounge area that was in the back behind the door is still kind of like a private lounge area I'm not sure what the, the the requisite you know stuff is to get in there but you know I did see it kind of from the outside um, but they still have like the chairs and everything sitting out there right by the humidor so I can sit down and smoke and no big deal uh, they were pretty cool. Like actually, I was I ended up standing there talking because apparently because it was uh, after the first of the month they had guys doing inventory, and I saw a guy and he had like the calculator thing on his leg, doing the inventory. And I was like, I was never very good with those things because I used to work for an inventory company that used those. It was a different company, um, but I was like, I was never very good with those. But I did do that for about a year or so. And he was like, Oh yeah, you should come out to South Bend. We need you. And I was like. I, I had my my Walmart hoodie on, so I was like, I already do that on a daily basis, and I don't have to fuck around with that thing. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. <laughs> thanks, but no. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Hard not, pass. You're not going to pay me twenty two dollars and forty five cents an hour. I know that already. So, thanks. <laughs> that was the only thing that kind of sucked about tonight was we ended up going out to a, uh, some of our friends. They're actually club goers. Um, they're friends of ours. We went out over there to play Cards Against Humanity and hang out with them for a bit. And they, like, on the way there, I go right past the new milk plant that we just built here. And I was like, see, if I if I could get in there, I would only have to drive this far. <laughs> to, I just picture, like, a dairy, mm-hmm. but it's just a bunch of moms hooked up. No. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the club and sex. I'm talking about the Walmart milk plant. <laughs> basically, yeah, like it essentially it looks like a dairy, but it's also the like the area they've got is basically the size of like our warehouse essentially. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've yeah. passed it a few times. Yeah, so it's just like wow. Like I would love to work there, but you know, I don't really want to be a Lyft driver and I I don't have the time to get a chemistry degree, so <laughs> There's always that. Sucks that to be age old problem. Sucks to be me, basically. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I went and got my chemistry degree, you know, mm-hmm. casually. Just for funsies. <clears throat> God, I feel like Joe Rogan constantly clearing my throat. Uh, tis the season, I guess. 
Um, I also started listening to some of the Giant Bomb Game of the Year stuff. They're all mm. in uh, San Francisco, like the East Coast office from New York flew out there for that. Um, so I started listening to a bit of that, and they uh, got into the... Uh, it's called uh, HQ. Mm-hmm. It's a live trivia game. So it's like multiple choice, and you only get 10 seconds to pick an answer, so you don't really have time to Google answers. Yeah. Maybe if you're really lucky, but probably not. Um, And then the winner twice a day gets a piece of $1,000 split amongst however many winners there are. Hmm. The problem is it only works on iPhone. You can't even use a tablet. Yeah. It has to be an iPhone. Um, and it actually sounded pretty cool. Like we listened to them do one live cause it takes like, you know, two minutes, um, for the whole thing. And I was like, shit, I would have won like 200 bucks. Right. Still not getting an iPhone. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Other than that, I think that's pretty much my entertainment. Um, yeah. I guess the good transition is I've been watching a fuck ton of Twitch Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically Path of Exile because they did a thing where every five minutes you have a 1% chance at getting a, a hat, like a headpiece microtransaction for Path of Exile while you're watching a Twitch stream or streaming the game. Um, so I was just watching a ton of PoE uh, whenever I was like watching Titus or whatever. And they said it would take, like, on average eight hours of watching a stream to get a drop, and you only can get one during the event. Um, It ended up taking me, like, 30 hours to actually get my hat to drop. How do you know if you got it? They send you a message um, on the PoE forums, or you can just log into the game and check. So I was just, like, refreshing the messages page in Path of Exile's website. Hmm. But yeah, they're full of shit with the whole eight hours. They're like, oh, you get it in the first five minutes. No, you fucking can't. You could win the lottery, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I did get my, my hat, and I, I didn't get one I wanted, unfortunately, but it was, like, the first one I've ever gotten. So I have a guy that looks like a hobo with a fucking Dark Lord's helmet on. Like, did you fucking kill Sauron in a back alley or something? Did he fall over dead and this hobo picked up the hat? I don't right. understand. Um, so that's kind of a bummer, but the whole idea behind it is, like, sell them the hat and they'll buy the body armor to go with it. Right. Um, unfortunately, I won't be doing that because they're, like, $10. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, that's kind of it for entertainment for me. Um, it is nice to be able to actually watch some Twitch streams again. Um, so I've been doing that. And then, uh, yeah, what have you guys been playing this week? Or I guess the last two weeks, because we didn't really record a normal episode last week. Well, this week in particular, uh, especially since I've been hanging out with Butters and Matt so much, I've been playing a ton of Rocket League. Which super excited about playing it right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, me it some is fun. 
it's a good time and it's not like it you can really try hard but you can also just kind of fuck around and it's a good time and your team doesn't get super angry at you because it's such a casual game on the base level or they do but i never have voice on so i don't care also that because nobody really types in this game i did watch a little bit of a rocket league tournament uh today Mm-hmm. And I stopped watching it because it made me angry because I'll never be that incredibly <laughs> good at that game. And it's kind of terrifying to me that anyone is. Right. Yeah, it's it can be, especially when you first start off on the game, it's really frustrating to, like, do anything. And then when you watch professionals do it, you're like, how? Like, you have to be doing math in your head. This is retarded. Like, <laughs> I'm okay at the basic uh, mechanics of the game. But, like, the whole angling their car at the perfect angle and having exactly enough boost for the thing they need to do to get the ball at the right angle yeah. and jump into the sky and turn their car the right way and angle the ball. I'm like, I, I don't want to be that good at this game. Like, I appreciate that you are, but no thank you. Um, I'll continue fucking around and make my car look ridiculous. Nice. Absolutely. Also, I like to play that game as the enforcer in a hockey game and just drive around and fucking crash into people and kill them. Yeah. Um, Which does help the team occasionally, and sometimes I accidentally ram teammates and it's a problem, and I'm so sorry, Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bunch of moments where I was like, I'm going to get this goal, and then here comes Dan out of nowhere to just jump (laughs) in the fucking land. There you go. My favorite place. Fuck you, Lance. I was going to say, that needs to be a shirt. Shove you into fuck you, Lance. <laughs> I will shove you into fuck you, Lance, if you take my Twinkie one more time. <laughs> oh, my dickhead all the time. <laughs> well, that, then it would be a good thing. I'm talking about, like, a horrible place, like, fuck you, land, Like, where, you know, where, where every hot dog vendor just goes, fuck you, every time you try to order something. Oh god, that sounds like hell. <laughs> you can never get a hot dog. They're just like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Walks away. <laughs> it's literally my personal hell. They pick up their car and just, you know, walk off. You know. Like there's like a perfect taco that's always just out of reach no matter where you go. <laughs> it's like a bad dream. Right. <laughs> you wake up and you're like, tacos, no. Right. <laughs> Nice. Sounds good to me. Uh, um, what about you, Andrew? What have you been playing? Um, I've still been working around on um, Secret World Legends because um, I still keep getting my free daily like uh, cash key or whatever. So I go and up. I I have like seventy some odd like haunted caches sitting in my bank right now. So like every day, I, every day I open one. I actually completed at least one the of the longest advent calendar. Pretty much. I've completed actually one of the... They had like a special outfit you can get. So I completed the outfit, but I'm still kind of hoping I get the mount maybe one day. And I know... The only thing I know... in high school. Yeah. But I know like one day... Like... Well, basically, like I know my, my... I guess like percentage or chances or whatever improve the more I open boxes... Because, like, when I had a bunch of keys, kind of like when I was sitting on a bunch of the keys, I was opening, like, one after the other up. And it's like every, like, the rewards kept getting better and better. Whereas, like, when I'm opening them up at, like, one every day, it's like, eh, 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 eh. Okay, that's kind of. You're like Pablo Escobar. 
Yeah, it's like, eh, eh. Okay, that's kind of good. Oh, okay, got finally. Got a bunch of keys. Like, got oh, some rewards. Well, no, the keys you only get, like, either you have to pay real money for them, or you get your daily stipend of them if you're a patron, which, because I've got my lifetime subscription, I get a, a, ah. I get one key per day. But I had a bunch of them, like, saved up, because I never really opened any of the caches, because I wasn't playing that much. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm playing regularly, it's kind of like okay. Well, now I've only I only get the one key a day thing, so I'm only able only able to open up like one cache at a time. But I'm still having fun with that. Still messing around with leveling up weapons and playing through the game. Um, I'm I'm really digging it. Uh, kind of hoping maybe it won an award or whatever because I know Steam was doing awards or something a while back. Yeah. And they were like, well, you can nominate whatever you want. I was like, I nominated it for the Haunting My Dreams because there is some pretty like scary shit in that game sometimes. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Warframe is probably going to win that because I know they've been advertising it too, and I think they have a little larger player base. But I hope for, you win. For Haunt My Dreams? Oh, no, for the Steam Awards. I, I okay. thought it was like just a general... Well, thing. no, there there were different categories you could nominate for, and then one of them was like, this game haunts okay. my dreams, so I put Secret World Legends in there, because nice. there's, there's some scary shit in that game, so it's like, alright. Especially like the amusement park where, you know, like people died on amusement rides, and there's one part where you actually have to ride the roller coaster with these fucking ghosts popping out at you and shit. It's like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> That's different. I'm riding this dilapidated, rusty fucking roller coaster with fucking ghosts came coming out at me. It's like, all right, cool. Fucking ghost came on me. It was terrifying. Right? See, I think for that award, I listed uh, the flame and the flood. I don't think I voted. Yeah, I, was, I think that was the only one I voted for because it was like the first one, and I'm lazy. Mm. But that game, yes. like, it's not really that much of a horror game or anything until you're about to die. Right. And then there's the moments where your character's like dehydrated and diseased and being attacked by shit, and you're just like Jesus hobbling. Christ, is this real life? And you're just like <laughs> hobbling along, just watching your character slowly just un- be uncomfortable until they die. And the screen slowly goes black as you start to lose consciousness. I'm like, fuck, man, this Jesus is like. Christ, this is real life. Right. It's, it's fucking. That shit haunts my dreams. That's the only. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I could I could kind of see where that would probably trump uh, Secret World Legends, but yeah. Um, but other than that, like games wise, all I've really I I did play a little bit of Destiny Two with you last night, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of am saving that game for like the game we all play together because you know obviously you guys got it for me to play with me, so it's like that might as well be like the game we play all together. Um, uh, other than that, like I, I ended up uh, taking advantage of the Steam sale they got going on right now with like the classics return, like seventy five percent off or whatever. So Honestly, I picked up. I haven't even looked at that. Yeah, I picked up. Uh, they they have a bunch of different games, but I know they have all the Shadowrun games on discount oh, nice. right now. So I picked up the other two Shadowrun games that I haven't played yet, and I'm going back through and playing through the first one because I never actually beat it. I did play a bit of it, but I never really played it all the way through. Um, mainly lately because uh, one of my one of the guys that actually used to run a, a Shadowrun uh, pen and paper game uh, that I used to play has started messaging on like a, a Facebook group for like Indiana, like Northern Indiana, like Shadowrun players. 
Nice. And he keeps messaging. He's like, dude, you should check out my new campaign. It's like, I would love to, but I'm a fucking father and have shit to do. So I don't really have the time. Like, if I'm lucky, I can play, like, these harebrained schemes, Shadowrun games. You know, I might end up looking into maybe, like, in the winter sale or whatever, picking up the uh, uh, the other Shadowrun, like the Boston Lockdown, like the, the, the Shadowrun online game or whatever. So Even- I've... I've never actually played Shadowrun, which mm-hmm. I just realized. Like, okay. I own two of them. Okay. I have Shadowrun Returns and uh-huh. Dragonfall. Yeah. But I I don't have Hong Kong, which yeah. I don't know if that's just, like, an expansion or something. No, nope. it's a standalone. It's just, yeah, they're all standalone games. Which one's all... the most recent? The Hong most Kong. recent, yeah, is Hong Kong, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dragonfall is 2014, Returns mm-hmm. is 2013, and I guess Hong Kong is 2015. I have all three of those. I never played the really old one. Return. Um, I only. It was on like Nintendo or Super Nintendo. That was like the first one. Yeah, that was the original. Yeah, they did have a Shadowrun game that was on like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Yeah, I didn't um, play I did, that, and I didn't play the Xbox like online one either. The Xbox online one I did get to play, but by the time I got to play it, it was like when there was really nobody online because it was kind of garbage. Um, the only other Shadowrun, like I like I said, I got to play was like the tabletop, like pen and paper RPG, like back in third edition, which they're up to fifth edition now. So that's a long time ago now. But yeah, it's I really like the setting of it just because it's that dystopian future, like Blade Runner, but like yeah, I really want to play this now. I'm definitely gonna check out the most recent one I have. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's essentially like imagine Blade Runner, but you've got you know mages and trolls and elves and all the typical like fantasy characters like running around. Like so, you've got people standing next to dwarves and trolls and orcs and all that stuff. Um, basically, like mega corporations own the entire you know United States, other than the parts. So now. Well, yes, other than the parts that the Native Americans took back once magic was reawoken in the universe. Um, so like, like, like again, you've got mages, you've so got, now. so yeah, yeah, except you've gotten, except you've got, you know, mages and shaman and, you know, other people running around. Um, and basically like technology is so advanced. Like if you want to have Wolverine claws, you can have Wolverine claws. If you want fucking fangs, if you want fangs, you can get fangs like vampire or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's basically like far flung future tech. So, you know, imagine like a high tech version of D and D and there you go. Right. Yeah, this sounds great. I'm gonna check it out. The pen and paper version, I really, I really liked because, like, unlike the Dungeon and Dragons, you only had to have d sixes. Mm. But basically, it was based on your stats. So, like, if you have a twelve, like, I forget exactly what the stats are for Shadowrun, but it's like if you had like a twelve Constitution, okay, you roll twelve d sixes. Everything five or above is a success. Everything below that is a fail. You know, obviously a, na- a one is a complete fail. You know, and that and that also cancels out your, your whatever successes you have. So, bam. That's why that's why the constant joke for Shadowrun uh, pen and paper is that like yeah you can play it but you need a bathtub full of dice. <laughs> And it's full of D6s. And it's like, yeah, but at least it's easy to calculate. Whereas fucking Dungeons and Dragons, I can't fucking calculate five different kinds of dice. Like, fuck that. Like, that's the other reason why I like Vampire 2 as well. Is because Vampire only used D10. So again, it's pretty easy to calculate what the fuck I did or didn't do, you know. 
But yeah, Shadowrun is really fun, and it's turn-based RPG style, so if you're into that, well, obviously you guys like Final Fantasy, so there you go. It's it's very much in that sort of turn-based style. Nice. But yeah, so yeah, I recommend it, especially if you sort of like, if, you know, like me, I always like my swords and sorcery with machine guns, and so there you go, Shadowrun, bam. You know, I used to play some really good, interesting campaign. Like, I played two different campaigns, but I had the same guy running them. I played one where I had sort of a, uh, oddly enough, I had a, a basically like a future Punisher. Because, like, he worked for a, a company, uh, Aztec, te- uh, Aztecnology. Huh. And then he got, he got fired because, like, he was an APC driver who was a rigger. Which basically you jack into the thing and you can pilot it with your mind, essentially, <coughs> Matrix style. And That's how I drive. yeah, well, basically he got you know he got in trouble for something that went bad. So I, I kind of lifted that out of the Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I, you know he got in trouble for something that went bad and people died. So like they ended up firing him, taking out all his rigging, but they left like his targeting computer and other you know stuff. So he has he has this like ba- like panel van. That's kind of like it's got a cow catcher on the front of it. It has a turret in the back, which that was really fun driving around in one of the scenarios where we're getting chased by guys on like a fucking highway. So it's like, all right, guys, somebody take the wheel. So I get in the turret and you know, it's like fucking turret on the fucking highway. Like, go away, fuckers, you know. So is the game itself turn based? um, Yeah. well, the game itself, when you actually get into combat, is turn-based. The rest of the time, it's a lot of walking around, talking to people, you know, typical RPG-type okay. stuff. It's yeah. basically Divinity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's a better, yeah, that's a better example, yeah. But yeah, it works pretty much like that. It's a pretty good setting, and I like the idea that they still let you create, like, whatever character you want. Um, so you can be, like, like the... Shadowrun Returns that I'm running right now, I'm playing a uh, street shop, uh, street samurai elf. So I've got like high, I've got like high quickness and all that, which I figure for a street samurai, excuse me, is probably a good idea. Um, although it kind of reminds me of when I pl- another camp, the other uh, pen and paper campaign I played in. I made what they call a physical adept, which is basically like a martial artist. Um, I made a physical adept elf who lived above a Chinese restaurant, worked for the Chinese restaurant, and when he wasn't doing that, he was watching Kung Fu flicks. <laughs> so it's like he's sitting there watching, like, fucking, like, you know, Shaw Brothers, like, you know, Quentin Tarantino shit, like Seven Samurai, and, you know, all, all that kind of, like, Kung Fu, like, Hong Kong action cinema shit. In fact, I remember one time we were gaming and I was out on a, on a run with a bunch of guys and then all of a sudden I got like a call on my comm link or whatever and it was like, you, you'll be gone for two hours. Where you at? You need to do delivery. <laughs> it's, like, nice. it's like, I'm busy like trying not to get shot at right now. Can you call me later? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I, the guy that ran the games, I loved, I loved like gaming with him because when he ran the games he was more interested in having a really good time and a good story as opposed to being a rules lawyer and those are always the guys I love gaming with because I don't like rules lawyers I want somebody that's going to be like well this sounds like a more fun time or a more interesting thing you know like let's just have fun let's have fun with this let's not make it like fucking rules heavy 
But yeah, it's, I'm, I miss playing those games, and like ever since he started posting that stuff again, it's like I kind of got that itch. Like I would really love to play again, but I haven't played it in so long. Like I don't have any clue what has changed between third edition and fifth edition. Because I have the third edition rule book sitting on my shelf right now, and it's like I, I don't even know what's changed now. So I'd have to get the new book and figure it all out again. So that's the other reason why I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd love to play again, but I have no fucking clue what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, even with, like, D&D and whatnot, I still only play 3rd edition. Yeah. Well, I know that they've probably... I think that they're playing the more modern edition, but he's got a campaign going where he's talking about... Instead of playing, like, as a shadow runner or whatever, he's, like, what, like having everybody play as, like, a law enforcement agency, like FBI or something. I was like, that's kind of interesting. That's a little bit different than what you would normally get for a shadow run game. Okay. Sounds fun. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm that's excited that's, to check that out. Yeah, it's, <coughs> that's basically all I've really been playing, though. Other than, like I said, Destiny Two with you, um, which I'm having fun with that too. I'm really glad you guys ended up picking that up for me. Thank you very much for the early You're Christmas welcome. gift. Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice, to, nice to have a three man team in that game. Oh yes. yeah, even a two man. Because like last night, I know we were kind of getting our asses kicked for a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh... It's fun. I, I enjoyed just playing that game. I think that's the general takeaway in Destiny is it's just a fun game to play, and people wish there was more, like, endgame longevity that wasn't necessarily rating in that game. Right. And it sounds like that's what they're working on adding in a lot of. Like, yeah. uh, doing certain tasks to get, like, stat trackers on your guns that tell you how many times you've killed things with it or... You know, stuff that's just interesting rather than like, oh, chase this carrot. Right. Yeah, and I mean, like, on one hand, I'm, I've never really been interested in that stuff so much. I mean, like, yeah, it's kind of cool for one of those, like, while I'm busy equipping stuff or whatever, like, looking at it in the menus, like, oh, I've killed this guy with this gun, like, 1,700 times. Cool. But, like, it's never anything that I'm looking for. If anything, I, I mainly just... Because of the way that game's lore is presented, I always like the I, I always like it when they add something to that that makes figuring that shit out easier. Because otherwise, like I really don't understand what my character has to do with the grand scheme of things. Because yeah, even though like the whole idea is like you're supposed to be like the chosen one, whatever. Because I'm playing with three of you and you're all supposed to be the chosen one. Like, who the fuck of us is really the chosen one? Like, are we all the chosen one? And that kind of takes all the fun out of that because who the, you know, it's that whole idea of like, yeah, I'm unique just like everyone else. You know? Mm. It kind of takes away from that idea. So I'm hoping, if nothing else, like at least they make it so that the lore sort of makes sense in terms of like like you actually have a place in this universe you know what I mean yeah I wouldn't count on it they don't yeah this not... story was never about making sense I know I'm not necessarily I'm, I don't necessarily want it to make sense I'm just saying like I wanted at least to feel like I actually have a place in this universe otherwise it's like why the fuck do you need me when you've got Cade Six and this chick and the fucking sad blue-eyed man and you know like who like you got all these fuckers what do you need me for like really what am I really here for? So, like, I, I, most games, I think, do a little bit better job of, like, making you feel like you actually have an impact in the universe. Well, I mean, part of the story is, honestly, you you yourself don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, in Destiny 1, it was a lot more so. In Destiny 2, it's kind of like you matter during the main story because you are 
the one or two guardians they got your light back before everybody else but everyone eventually gets it back and you go back to being meaningless mm -hmm. which works for a massively multiplayer game right yes. I mean that's fine I'm just saying like in general it's kind of like to a certain extent I feel like my character is superfluous to everything honestly know, so I care about it less in Destiny I have a bigger problem with it in Elder Scrolls Online yeah. Yeah. Zone Scrolls Online is like the story is specifically about you being the one person that's gonna save the world from all this stuff. Who you the fuck are who the, the fuck other are these thousand guys? people? Yeah. yeah. Like, who the fuck are these guys behind me? <clears throat> Why is this guy still asking for bandages? We've healed everyone. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> That's basically how I feel about it. Like, I would love to jump back into Elder Scrolls again, too, but, you know, I, I'm trying to limit my games to a certain extent. That's why I've got, like, Destiny 2 to play with you guys, and then I've got, you know, like, Shadowrun to kind of play with single player during the week, maybe jump on to, you know, uh, Secret World Legends here and there just to open key, like, open my caches and, you know, play a little bit more of the story, because I'm up to level... I think it's like 32 in that game, and I think the cap is 50. So. Okay. So, I mean, I'm progressing pretty well. I'm a little, like, the one thing that's kind of sad is I'm a little tired of the shadowbound weapons I have. But I am starting to experiment with branching out into um, the other weapon trees because I, I'm not sure if this works for everybody, but I know, like, for patrons, you can unlock all of the weapon trees. Because I've already unlocked two of the outfits for the weapons for the the hammer and the shotgun, which are my my main weapons right now. Um, it's the new hammer and sickle, really. Basically, yeah. But there's like two there's two outfits like each I guess each particular weapon originally in in the original Secret World, like depending upon which faction you were in, if you made a particular build, you unlocked a particular outfit. Whereas now, like you can you can make you can go with whatever build you want in the beginning, like where you pick your class, and then from then from then on, like you can get other weapons and play with other weapons, and like there's no real lock on anything, so you can you can you can make your own kind of build however you want, and as you do that, there's like capstones that you can unlock by yeah. you know by progressing in all the different weapon trees or whatever. And I'm like, that's kind of cool, because I unlocked two of them by doing the hammer and the shotgun one, because I was like, I'm just going to pick the one class and play that one till you know, whenever. And that's basically what I've been doing, and I'm still doing that, but I'm also going back and unlocking other weapon skills, even though I'm not using them, I'm just unlocking them because it's like I've got points and I'm playing the game, fuck it, I might as well unlock everything. And I want to see what the other weapon, or what the other outfits look like because I've got two of them, and one of them's kind of cool because it's like a, it's called the warrior outfit. And it's got like these like red camo, like red and black camo pants. Like originally, I guess that outfit was like a, a dragon faction only, which I think looks better because it's the green. So it yeah. looks so like with the green camo pants and shirt and like a scarf, and you've got like a suspender thing with like you know a bandolier of pouches and shit but in red it doesn't look too bad especially because my character wears that and he has a a red skull a red and white skull bandana so like adding to that especially because the guy's a latino character it's like yeah he looks kind of like a fucking badass gangbanger you know go for it <laughs> nice so yeah but and then i unlocked another one called warlord which has like these gray pants and these red boots and it's got this really long coat that kind of looks like Star-Lord's coat a little bit, like his long coat. Mm 
<laughs> it's like I, I almost want to make Star Lord in this game, but it's not really going to work because I don't have a cool mask yet. They do have a Rocketeer-looking mask that would be cool to do that with, but I haven't unlocked it yet because I haven't reached that achievement. Mm. But I want Star Lord. That that yes. fucking new. Uh, what was it? The what was the new Marvel trailer that just came out? Infinity oh, War. was it Avengers? Avengers movies? That it was yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Yes. Yeah, I really like that part at the end. That's why I put my. That's why I put that quote up there when I shared it because I was like, you know, he's like, "Who the hell are you guys?" It's like you said it yourself, bitch. We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> well, I just like the fact that they're gonna put Stash Lord in there. Stash Lord? You mean Star Lord? Yeah. It, it was a joke from um, from the Telltale game. Oh yeah. They just concluded the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they do a flashback where Star Lord has a mustache, and everyone in the team oh, just wow. comments on how stupid it is. <laughs> and apparently, in that trailer, Star Lord has the stash. Nice. Well, he's like trying to do the whole like five o'clock shadow, but it's like. It's 7 o'clock on his lips and 5 o'clock everywhere else. <laughs> it's like his lip is in a different time zone somehow. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really dug that trailer and I'm kind of like, yeah, I can't wait to see where this progresses. Especially because I'm glad that we see uh, what Josh Brolin's Thanos is really going to look like. Although I'm also going like, why did he ditch all the rest of his outfit? Like, what what the fuck is going on? Did I miss something? Because I remember he had, like, the full, like, helmet and the whole outfit, like, in the other movies. Like, why all of a sudden did he ditch his outfit? Hopefully they, like, maybe explain that or something. I'm just waiting for a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Deadpool crossover. Come on. Yeah. Guardians That's of the great. Galaxy Deadpool? Well, you know... If if Disney's lucky and manages to uh, buy all of Fox's assets, maybe. Although I highly doubt Deadpool's going to make it over because, yeah, we're Disney. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Disney already owns Deadpool. But that was a Fox movie. Was it? Yeah. I didn't think it was. Yeah, that, that well, that's why uh, the X-Men characters can appear in it because it's a... Uh, it's a Fox movie because Fox still owns the rights to X Men. So it looks t- like uh, it looks like Sony allowed Marvel to have use of Spider Man in their shared yeah. film universe. Yeah, because the they only rights that Marvel Studios it. does not have access to are X Men and the Fantastic Four and Deadpool. Right, because Dead. Well, for that one, that is a twentieth century Fox property. Oh. Yeah. Because Deadpool's is te- well, yeah. Because technically, Deadpool's a uh, X Men anyway. So yes. So yeah, I mean that makes sense. But yeah, I I was reading or I saw an article or whatever earlier today where they were talking about like Disney still might be trying to acquire the the assets from 20th Century Fox. I'm like, if you do that, that's going to piss a lot of people off because then Deadpool will no longer exist because Disney is not going to do that. I don't I don't care how close to it they get with like Guardians of the Galaxy or something. They're not going to do that with they're not going to do Deadpool not the way it was done before. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Disney yeah. will ruin everything. I'm not saying they'll ruin it, but they definitely don't want that on their slate because again, they're Disney. Like I I get it. It's 
Mm-hmm. You know, like all like all of a sudden, if Pizza Hut starts selling like starts selling fucking cheeseburgers, like wait, what? What the fuck is going on? Hold on, <laughs> like, like this is so not what I not came to. Not to totally for. derail us, mm-hmm. but Ashley and I had a conversation about uh, why people don't put pickles on pizza. Um, gross. <laughs> I, that would be my answer. I mean, I'm going to try it because I love pickles and I love pizza, but I have very low expectations for this combination. I mean, I can I can understand doing like the black or the green olives like on a supreme pizza, but a pickle that eh, Also, don't... let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Why do we call pickles pickles? Mm-hmm. And not pickled cucumbers because you can pickle a lot of other things. Why aren't like pickled jalapenos or pickled onions considered pickles? I think at some point along the way, somebody got really lazy and decided they didn't want to say pickled cucumber because that was too much of a mouthful. So they just said, fuck it, we're calling them pickles. Good answer. <laughs> and then they found out they could pickle everything. Right, then they're like, well, oh, pickled pig's feet, so pickled, a pickled quick, eggs. A quick pickled... Google search has revealed that apparently uh, in the United States, it's commonly known as a pickle or a gherkin in the United Kingdom. So a pickle is a gherkin if well, you're not in the U.S., Canada, or, yeah, that's it. Everywhere else, like the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, um... It's a gherkin. I was going to say, like, I've had gherkins, but in America, they are, um, what do you call it? They're, uh, the ger- gherkins here are usually the sweet kind, and they're tinier than regular pickles. Okay. Yeah, so it's, so I it's don't a know. sweet pickle, not a dill pickle. Right, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, so like yeah. a bread and butter pickle. Yeah, although I would say a bread and butter pickle is still not as sweet. Like a sweet gherkin is almost like like you've ever had like a pickled egg. Yeah, like a cocktail pickle kind of thing. Right. It t- it tastes more like that, mm-hmm. where it's really really sweet. Yeah, and it's not my. I'm not a big fan of gherkins myself. I'd rather just have regular dill pickles. But I'll take any kind of pickle, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just it's one of those things where it's like, why? But yeah, I think you're probably right. We got lazy. Yeah. Got lazy in our name and then we got fucking pickles as a result. Okay, we should continue being lazy. (laughs) (laughs) If we've learned anything, this works out. Um, Anyway, not to totally derail us, Mm -hmm. um, I played a fuck ton of Path of Exile this week. Yes. Um, I've been kind of testing out characters for the new league coming up called Abyss League um, which is almost like another full expansion after they added six new um, acts to the game Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool Uh, they're adding a ton of new skills they're tweaking the way a bunch of different things work Um, it's a huge update so I've been kind of testing things out and one of the things I love about the game is the ability to chain skills together So, for example, the thing that I've been testing out is I want to make my guy use a shield and use shield dash to run into people, Mm -hmm. which then lights them on fire, and if it crits, it then causes me to cast a spell called Glacial Cascade, 
which sends a wave of icicles out all over the place and kills a bunch of other shit. So um, essentially this build should be called the pain train. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, the idea is to shield charge into people, kill mm-hmm. them, and then cause them to explode into icicles, which radiate out and kill people, and then light them on fire as well as anything nearby. Because icicles light things on fire. And then also I'm going to electrocute you. Choo-choo, all aboard the pain train! <laughs> um, that's the reason that I really enjoy Path of Exile, is the ability mm-hmm. to use this obnoxious skill tree to yeah. make your character able to do pretty much whatever the fuck you want it to do, and somehow it's going to work out if you're you know, even mildly trying. Right. Um, it's not perfect, but it's actually the first like build that I theorycrafted out and built the tree myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going fairly well considering how complicated all of this is. Um, It's a good first attempt. So the problem is when you're testing builds, it's like, oh, you only need to play for like 10 hours before you have the stuff to do this. Um, So it's like, fuck, I just wasted 10 hours. Or like, that took 10 hours and I need to tweak this, so we're going to start from scratch. Right. Um, So I don't play the game a ton, but when I do play it, I usually play a lot because it's a big time investment to test things out. Um, and that's why most people go with like cookie cutter builds where they're like, oh, I found this on the internet and followed it to a T and it works great. Um, but after a while, that gets boring because you're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's basically like a loot slot machine. You're just hoping good shit drops. Um and it's really difficult when you start doing it to where you can't buy gear from other players. Mm-hmm. Um, and trading in that game is difficult. You have to use a third-party website, or you can use the Path of Exile uh, market, which they just added, where you can search for items. But most people still use the third-party because we've just been doing that for like five years. Mm-hmm. Um so when you say I'm going to do this solo self-found like no help from anyone I can't group up I can't uh, trade items with players like I'm just stuck using the items that I find it kind of comes down to well I'm going to start with a character that doesn't require hard to get gear or it's not like dependent on getting this special item that only works and makes this build work Um, like I tried a uh glacial cascade trapper where you'd set down a mine like a remote mine and then trigger it and it would shoot out these ice waves Mm -hmm. um but that build doesn't really work very well unless you have a specific item that makes you put down six mines instead of like three yeah it also lets you trigger them twice so you're not casting it twice in order to use it twice you can just like set the claymore off and then, oops, I missed. I'm going to set it off again. Um, it's just a lot more efficient and fast. So you try to avoid things like that when you start out fresh. Or if you're doing solo self-found, you usually try to stick with stuff that's like, yeah, I just need this general type of item and it'll give me the stats I need to do the thing I want to do. Um so the game is just so complex and deep and that's why people get really into it it's not so much the grind of playing it and killing millions of enemies over and over and over like that is a big part of it and it's satisfying to play 
the big thing that draws people in is the customization and it's kind of disappointing because most people don't do that they just go with cookie cutter builds because mm-hmm. they want to be the best there ever was like it's fucking pokemon or something i mean to a certain extent i can kind of get behind that because that's, that's how what... to learn that well i mean i mean it's how you learn but then again like that's part of the issue i had with like secret world legends because like i wanted to find like they give you classes to start with it's like i wanted to find one that was going to suit my play style so I like the idea of the shotgun and the hammer because I had the shotgun for, you know, range. I mean, granted, not not long range, but... Yeah, like medium range and close range, yeah. Right, and then as soon as, like, the zombies and the lower level baddies started coming towards me, I had the hammer for the close range stuff, you know. And then I eventually found a build that relied more on the shotgun so much to the point now where I don't really use the hammer very much. Like, the only ability from the hammer that I actually use is one called eruption which basically like my hammer strikes the ground and erupts a bunch of like fire from the ground and like lifts enemies up into the air and knocks them down for a little bit you know so like that's the only hammer ability i use the rest of the abilities i have are just a shotgun which the only problem with that though is i end up running out of shotgun energy fairly quickly even though i've got one ability that's just like a a non-energy using you know shotgun blast so it's like well but I found that one because I wanted to use that more more so than the shot than the hammer, because again I wanted range. I wanted to be able to like you know put like three good shots in from my shotgun into an enemy and they're dead, no big deal. But yeah, I mean like I use that cookie cutter kind of build because it's like well I could see like this guy was running around killing like level fifty werewolves with it, so it's like all right cool let me let me borrow that real quick you know take a screenshot here and figure out what he uses. For the passives and the actual abilities, yeah. you know, and and that's what I want to do. And I was thinking about redoing that because I was like, well, I've got these other weapons. Maybe I should branch out into those weapons. But again, I'm at level thirty. I've already leveled up the the shotguns and everything else that I'm using to you know as high as I can level them right now until I hit fifty. So I might as well just stick with the build I've got for a while until I've got all my shit leveled up and ready to go. Then I can just you know start waylaying fools. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. It is uh, way past time for me to get to sleep, so I'm gonna need to jump off. Yeah, here. we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, indeed. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to more Destiny this week and uh, some of the changes and updates coming out. Uh, the first expansion for Destiny comes out on Tuesday, which is cool. Okay, it adds uh, Mercury for us to go and check out and uh, murderify some Vex. Well, wait a second, though. You guys gifted it to me, so did you just gift me the base game? It is the base game, it is yeah. The base, yeah. But I'm not sure if you get that expansion or not. I really don't know. Like, no, it's we not gotta a... we gotta buy that expansion. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna well, say I, like I if... figured. Worst case scenario, you're you're more likely to be able to come up with like ten or twenty bucks than you yeah. know forty or sixty bucks or whatever. So well, yeah, I was gonna say like if anything, I can probably pick up the pass at some point. But yeah, like eventually, and there's no rush. Like right. yeah, me and Zero can go do that content because we have two maxed out characters. Right. But I'm there's not no even reason there you yet. and I can't keep playing the story together. So. Right. Well, that and I'm just working on the one character at a time. Essentially, it's kind of the same idea that I had with. Uh, uh, Secret World Legends because yeah. I wanted to get one character up and then excuse me, I can go back and do something else. Yeah. Whenever so, I feel like it. 
looking forward to that. And then uh, the Path of Exile new league starts in like a week. Um, but yeah, uh, we're also going to be posting the podcast episodes frequently. Um, they're going back up on iTunes and everything. I had to up, I had to rebuild the website from scratch. Okay. Um, and that has a uh, live stream. So if you want to send people to boxpressradio.com, uh, they can go there. And if I'm streaming, they'll see me streaming. And mm-hmm. if we're recording, we'll be recording live. And they can find all the places to download, too. Well, I was going to say, you definitely need to make sure that... Um... Uh, like podcast addict and all that stuff is updated because I know lately all that stuff didn't change so all okay. the feeds are the same but like okay all you know the website I had to rebuild all the code for it and like you know that whole nine yards but yeah we're uh, we're up and running you can download I the episodes don't go all the back all the way back to episode one anymore because I don't have those files yeah but they do go back like. 50 episodes or something like that there's like you know a lot of hours you know whatever fucking what 50 times 3 right um, 150 hours of podcast is there so there's plenty of content um, but uh, yeah we're, uh, we're back in business everything's up and running and uh, yeah lots of shows coming at you guys so, All right. You guys cool. have a fantastic week. Zero, try to get some sleep and have a good day at work, sir. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, we will uh, see you guys, if nothing else, back next weekend for another podcast. And then I know I'll be streaming a lot this week. So if you guys are on, feel free to uh, drop in and uh, have a great week. Cool. Have a good week. All right. Take care, Later, everybody. Guys. Later.